When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, ass play is delightful. Episode three, two, five. What a dick. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. A W-A-A-T-P. W-A-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Dixon Cousins. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The best and most famous business brainstorming podcast on the internet today. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who could smell stuttering John through YouTube from the Blind Mike Project. And why are you laughing? It's Mike Geary. Welcome back to the show, Mike. Oh, it's such an honor. Is the smell thing because I can't see, Carl? I don't yeah. care for those jokes. You have a heightened sense of smell, and no, I don't like John's it. got that BO thing going. <laughs> <laughs> Sensitive mics on the show with us today. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to the YouTube channel, and then link to Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, as well as live video streams of every episode on Wednesdays and Saturdays. This week coming up will be part six of Easy for You to Say. Excited to get back on that. Yeah. It's been a while. It seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Isn't that what triggered all of this? I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, September, very dangerous guy. September 17th <laughs> is the roast of Carl and Vinny. You can get tickets on uh, creepoffroast.com. And, of course, come in the day early if you're coming in from out of town. I see that uh, Dr. Steve's at the Strath Allen. That's a very nice hotel. Come in, stay somewhere, and check us out. The Isotopes, that is, at uh, Rochester Beer Park. We're playing at 7 p.m., $5 cover for that. Also, you guys going to do a lot of Super Mario songs? We'll definitely play Super Mario on that one. Yes. Every video game. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. We used to do Tyson's Punch-Out way back in the day. That's Damn. a fun song, too. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring that back. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, then shit all over us in the comment section today. We'll be reviewing a show called If I Were You. This was a suggestion from Ted Rose. We have both listened to it separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Jake Hurwitz and Amir Blumenfeld. And the description is, tune in every Monday to If I Were You as Jake Hurwitz and Amir Blumenfeld offer advice in areas they're qualified to talk about. Also in areas they're not qualified to talk about. (laughs) Email them with your own sticky situations and they'll find the solution. So quick background on these guys. They used to do a web series that was picked up by College Humor. They were like a sketch show guys. Right. And uh, scripted. I kind of remember them. Scripted, they're pretty funny, but when they're doing a podcast, this was tough to get through, Mike. What did you think? It was rough, and I think we landed on a good episode because the latest episode, there was a lot to pull from, but I needed to go back to a couple others, and it was just boring. Like There wasn't it's even a so lot boring. to pull, but they, they've been the amazing thing is they've been doing it for 12 years, so they're dedicated to it, I guess. Yeah, they started this in 2013. I think it went away for a little while, and then it came back, but... 
this is an example of the advice they give. So a guy writes into them and says, I, I have a roommate. He's 21 years old. He drinks Monster Energy drinks, and he's kind of a slob, and I don't right. like the food he cooks. And uh, this is the advice. So there's, there's two ways to do this. And Love Wine is a perfect example of this. Either you're Dr. Drew or you're Adam Carolla. Like, either get yeah. real advice that will help them or crack wise and make it fun Be for funny. everybody. <laughs> yeah. This is neither of those things. Oh. So he can't do anything about it. I, it doesn't seem like maybe you could make light suggestions. You know, maybe you could ask him to clean up after himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Your roommate's a slob. Well, why don't you tell him like, to clean up more? Oh, thanks. I'm glad I sent in my question. That's pretty. That's pretty, pretty good. That. <laughs> <laughs> Never would have came up with that one on my own. Thank you. Well, actually, that. so I think my I have clips from this same question. I believe it's clip number 13 where they kind of give perspective on how old they think 21 is. And I find it fascinating. <laughs> I mean, at 21, it's just it's rare that you're going to have a good roommate, I think. Because most 21-year-olds are not nice people. Yeah, keeping or just, you know, they're living on their own for the first time. So they're still figuring it out. You don't necessarily know how to cook. You don't necessarily know how to clean up after yourself. Yeah, you were like 14, seven years ago, and now you're feeding yourself. Yeah. I mean, oh, cooking, okay. I'll, cooking, I'll grant you, but feeding yourself. <laughs> yeah, I like that. What, what is twenty-one? Well, it's when you know seven years ago you were fourteen. We could play right. this game all day, <laughs> right? And How in seven more years, years I'll be twenty-eight. Ago. Wow, uh, this is amazing. Crushing it. <laughs> Factors of Seven show coming at you. It's also kind of amazing to me that they do an advice show, which is, I mean. As much as I'd love to do, I start sending me emails. I'd love to do an advice show yeah. because it's inherently lazy. But they also only do like forty-minute episodes. Well, the the crazy thing about this episode that we're talking about is they do their little banter in the beginning that's just boring. And I, I mean, seriously, these guys are not interesting. Like they're not even trying to be interesting, right? And I was making notes on here. Like I, I just I hope that someday I get to a point. Where I could just phone it in, and I have an audience that follows me around doing nothing, because that's amazing. To be fair, <laughs> I've started that. that, and I don't have an audience. So. Well, good, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing it the wrong order, but sure, <laughs> good on you. So they do their little banter, then they answer this question about the roommate, then they go to commercials, then they mm-hmm. come back, and then they do more banter, and then they go to commercials again, and then they come back and do one more question. So over 46 minutes. There are two questions that are yes. asked and kind of answered a little bit, sort of. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's the format or it's just an excuse for them to get together and My be favorite friends. part of that format is they'll go to break by saying, we'll be right back. Yeah. But the ads are them talking. So, like, why even say that? Right. It'd be more seamless if they went, this show is brought to you. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. Manscaped. Shave well, actually, balls. I have an example of their ads if you yeah. want to hear it. Oh, yeah, let's do it. So they do uh, they do a Squarespace ad. Yeah. And uh, it's my number seven. Typically, I would say I've been mentored to, to feel that the best ad reads are more conversational because it sure. keeps people from skipping ahead. You want it to I sound like the, the content of your show. Yes. I would make the exception with these guys where if I were Squarespace, I'd be like, boys, don't riff. Stick to the script, please. <laughs> You can even buy a .com through Squarespace. Jake, what can people what? buy today? Kindadry.com. Oh, interesting. Kindadry. For, yeah. like, wines or something? 
for wines, for weather, for something that you sell that's a little bit dry, but not super dry. Yeah. That's pretty good. Kind of dry. Kind of dry. Oh, even sense like a, um, like a kind of sense of humor, like a blog thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, a, like if you're kind of yeah. rye. Exactly. Mine is uh, resin23.com. Like if somebody resin? makes like a pretty cool movie called that, you're sort of ahead of the game. That's nice. That's resin kind of dry. 23. <laughs> you can have one forward to the other if you want to go full hog by both. Yeah. It was an incredibly long way of saying you can get a website. Yeah, by a domain name. Yeah, just whatever your thing is, buy that domain. Name. I would think kindadry.com, you'd have anal sex with no lube. That would now be a that's, fun. Now we're talking. Now we've got a business plan. Let's go to Squarespace. Let's go to Squarespace and set it up. And you can use promo code <laughs> if I were you and get your whatever percentage off of that. You know what's weird about these guys is that they, they yeah. now you won't know this, Mike, but they look the same. They didn't used to. You right. go back to their old videos, and they very much are different people, but they've morphed into each other. They've oh, taken on characteristics of each other, so they, they look the same. They also sound the same. They yes. also have this like male vocal fry thing going where they're just disinterested yeah. and uninteresting. And so it's very difficult. I, I didn't realize this was a video show when you sent me over a video because I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can watch it. Yeah. Because if I was just listening to this, I wouldn't know who was talking at any given time. They're kind of and the same person. It's kind of, it's this generational thing where like when I was in high school, my favorite shows were like The Office and Parks and Rec. But like what they unfortunately did is bred a generation of comedy where it's like, is, isn't this kind of awkward that I'm saying this? Ooh, I'm a little dumb. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah, they have this kind of oopsie daisies feel. And that's what this entire podcast. Is. Yeah, I put down a note. I said, this is a show for people who think modern family is a little too edgy. <laughs> that, that's, that's who would find per- this humorous perfect description. Yeah. I don't know how lonely and lame you'd have to be to find this interesting, but you have to be pretty lonely <laughs> and very lame. Uh, this is how they start off the show. People submit their own theme songs for them, is what I was gathering. Oh, yeah. I didn't pull this because I figured as a music guy, you I said I'll leave this to Carl. <laughs> oh, you don't have to be a music guy to think this sucks. Trust me <laughs> on that. <laughs> Jake is rocking out. He's got the, the heart with his hands. He's acting like he's enjoying it. The experience has all been done. And I can't park my car. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what to think or feel. Uh, well, you should think that sucks. And you should feel like you should stop doing this bit. I like how they're trying to confuse you. So they look the same now, as you can see. Yeah. Yep. And behind them is their names, but they don't correspond. They, they're actually opposites. So Amir's on the <laughs> left, Jake's on the right. But they That's put... what is so frustrating yeah, about this entire podcast. So it's like, isn't that kind of odd? That's not exactly how you'd expect this to go. <laughs> so um, this is terrible, this show. It's 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 pretty rough. I think um, my clip number four is probably the best to give people a feel for like their brand of a humor and b intelligence because I can never quite <laughs> tell like if they are they joking are they purposely being weird they yeah. it's a fine line they're walking. Do cats mm. know their own names? I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard someone call a cat and the cat comes over. I've seen I've seen that before, but you know who knows if the cat is like responding to its name or the voice or the tone yeah. that like is yeah. you know associates oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Just like a noise. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if dogs know their own names. 
If I could give uh, Amir some advice, I know this is unrelated to what they just said. Mm-hmm. I would put the camera angle a little higher. You don't never want to be looking down I, at the camera. It's not a good even a man look. with my eyes. Not the same thing. Yeah, you know one point, too. <laughs> they talk about how healthy he is, so I assume he's in like good shape. Like he eats very well, yes. I guess. And you would not know that from the camera angle. No, he's <laughs> they don't. Neither of them look healthy at all. Uh, that was some spicy cat talk. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail us. I I like the I just like the idea that they're like is is this guy gonna respond if I call him Hector will the cat respond does he know his name no they don't they don't speak English I don't know what you're asking <laughs> well does the horse know it won the Kentucky Derby that's the question I have does the horse know <laughs> yeah All it's right. an Abbott and Costello bit really so Amir <laughs> uh, I guess it is pretty healthy guy and they're talking about these uh, cheat meals that mm-hmm. they do. And so, you know, Amir admits to what he likes to do for a cheat meal. <laughs> do you ever have a cheat meal? I'm serious. Yes, I do. Um, sometimes I'll order um, like a cheeseburger from a like a smash burger type place mm-hmm. and French fries. fries. Yeah. Cheeseburger, fries, milkshake. What are you drinking? I don't like milkshakes with salty food. It's okay. too different for me. Yeah. Yeah. I you need don't like, like savory and sweet. Uh, yeah. I need almost like bubbly water to help like. Let everything go down. I can't go mm-hmm. straight into like milk with yeah. ice cream. And do you feel ill when you eat that much, or do you feel good for? You? Uh, I feel good while it's happening, and then when I'm done, I don't feel great. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like not going all the way down. Well. How often are you doing that? Maybe twice a month. Twice a month. Because I try not to do it too much. Yeah, that's not content, guys. I'm sorry. What what I just played for you right there is not a show. It's very relatable, though. You know, like how guilty you feel when Ugh. you eat a cheeseburger. So, My God, so boring. I don't know if they realize how boring they are and how annoying this is. The strange thing is, like, you can tell in their speech pattern if you're, I'm a Bo Burnham fan, so maybe I just pick up on this. They're clearly very influenced by Bo Burnham. I think they worked with him when they were at College Humor or something. But they're significantly older, which is odd to take influence from a guy 10 years younger than you. Yeah, it usually goes the other direction. Actually, (laughs) let me read this from their wiki page um, because they do have a younger audience, I think. Right. Jake says that he enjoys reaching out to nerdy younger fans because they can act as role models to show that their best days are ahead of them. Quote, we're like a little beacon of hope for losers that are told they're going to be cool in 10 years. Anyone yeah. listening to the show, you will not be cool in 10 years. All right. It's not going to happen for you. Sorry. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> There's all, there was also a clip I didn't pull, but they just kind of referenced the fact that I guess Jake hid for a while that he had a girlfriend to yeah. keep up his quote playboy image right yeah <laughs> i don't get the Swing sense that either of these guys are like that which is fine like if you're nerds be nerds but they're walking a weird line where they're kind of trying to be cool but also trying to be nerdy it's it, well they started work they started this whole network the headgum network these guys are the, are the founders of it and oh, i don't know if you're okay. familiar with the headgum podcast oh, i but, know of it yeah yeah i mean there, there isn't an interesting podcast to be found on there like they have i think they have doughboys on that which is a huge show and it's unlistenable okay. it, it's just i don't know i guess i like jokes that are funny so i don't get well, maybe that. that's their brand is unlistenable content. yeah I, well, doing a good job I mean, maybe yeah, obviously <laughs> all right let's get back to this question that came in about the uh the roommate here Ah, yes. And from what I've gathered, the only food he can make in our kitchen is frozen Salisbury steak TV dinners, which smell absolutely terrible. I'm serious. Yeah. So I haven't heard the word TV dinner since the 80s. 
Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I, yeah, I have a question <laughs> yeah. about these questions. <laughs> yeah. Who is asking these guys questions? Uh, I Who, guess they're listeners. They're they, fans. They yeah. don't seem to be good at anything. Who trusts them? Right. <laughs> right. If you have well, a real problem, the, don't go here. Yeah. Chris, you don't understand. That's the wackiness. Is who would trust these guys to answer questions? Oh. So I was thinking, Mike, since I don't want to talk about this show forever because it's really boring and it's going to suck okay. the energy out of our show, I was thinking that maybe people on the Discord and on YouTube could ask us questions and then well, we could give fun. out some advice. Because you were saying before, like, that would be a fun show format. You're not for anyone other than us. I'm a very but, worldly man. I've got a lot of right. knowledge in here I'd like to share. All right, guys. Let the uh, let the questions come in. And I have a question for the listeners. Does anyone refer to frozen meals as TV dinners? Is that a thing anymore? Because <laughs> I, I literally Googled it. I'm like, is this, are there really TV dinners still going on? I haven't That's seen fun. one. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. I have not heard that reference since the 90s. I mean, I live on the right side of the track, so maybe that's why I'm not familiar <laughs> with this food choice. But That's true. You're on the up and up. <laughs> All right, well, here's a, a fun little ad read. So this is one of the ad reads that I had to check out, and um, it's for this product called Backbone. Okay, Jake, what's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Probably that I can't do it on my phone. Yes, well, now you can, because Backbone oh. is the newest game-changing essential that transforms your iPhone into a handheld console so you can play anywhere, anytime. That's perfect. You just plug your iPhone in. To the backbone, which are console console quality controls with responsive buttons and triggers, clickable analog sticks, and more. And then you can play Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and App Store games. It's really elegant. They're so smooth. It's so conversational. Yeah. You wouldn't even know he was reading. Is this an ad or are you guys just is this a product you have? I can't tell. <laughs> Holy shit. And by the way, this is the dumbest product. It's literally a joystick that snaps onto your phone. So you can play games. Anyone who wants to play games that badly is not going to do it on their iPhone. No. I think they have the proper equipment probably. Yeah, I think yeah. they're going to pull it off somewhere else. So it's a really stupid product. And they go on and they talk about all the perks that you get if uh, if you sign up using their promo code. And they don't know any, they don't understand any of them. They're like, uh, three months of Discord and then two months of Sony. And they're like, ah, yeah. sounds great. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, they, they do this thing where they try to be... I guess it's almost like a Seinfeldian, like, hey, we could talk about nothing and make something out of it. Like, clip number eight is the most nonsensical. Amir poses this question, and his examples, it doesn't make any sense to me why he would think this is a topic. How's this one? And actually, you can try it on for size. Mm, okay. Bring your favorite pillow with you when you travel. No way. Absolutely okay. not. No fucking chance. Let me try to sell it to you. No. Yeah, How often do you find yourself in an Airbnb slash cabin slash hotel and it just feels something is not quite right? Um, I would say that a pillow in your luggage is more important than an extra sweatshirt or two, a jacket perhaps. You can always deal with that when you get there. If you have the pillow that you know and love with you at all times, well, we get it. you can mm -hmm. enjoy that <laughs> vacation <laughs> like it is your comfortable bed at home that you've tailor-made to your specific situation. Yeah, well, I clipped retarded. maybe 1% of this discussion, by the way. <laughs> it, it, it Holy went on for, shit, dude, I get it. You think your pillow's comfortable. You want to have it with you when you sleep in other places. Like, okay. Legitimately, 
five five full minutes they have this debate. But my favorite part in there is that he's like, you know, who needs shirts and pants when you can bring, <laughs> right, when yeah, you can bring an extra pillow? pillow. <laughs> You're fine, right? Oh, did you go somewhere that's cold? You don't have a coat or a sweatshirt? Whatever, I got my pillow. Yeah, you have so a fifth go. pillow on the bed. That's terrific. I wish that that conversation had turned into a conversation about my pillow and then the fact that the <laughs> vote was stolen. Then it would have been interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I would have gotten into it a little bit. <laughs> Well, actually, I don't know if you caught this because it was somewhat subtle in the episode, the most recent episode. Um, play clip number 11 where they're just doing their plugs. Thank you guys for listening to this as you do a podcast. Thank you guys maybe for watching this on our YouTube. Yep. And if you want more of me and Jake, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA. Ja. We're watching. We're watching Jake and Amir episodes, giving commentary, shedding light, insight. That's correct. Walking That's down memory lane. So you can check us so, out there as well. So I thought to myself, it, I certainly didn't hear that right, that they are going back through oh, episodes of their own show. Now, maybe I'm not that guy to criticize this, because if you go to my Patreon, we're watching old episodes of Quincy. But at least it's not me looking yes. at me talking about me. So I said that can't be right. But then I went to the episode a couple episodes prior, clip number 16, where they stumble upon this brilliant idea. We should listen to old episodes. I wonder if I sound different, feel different, how mm. different the vibes are. There are podcasts that I have subscribed to that like do an episode, you know, a new episode, and then they do like a rewind episode. A classic. Yeah. And they like do a new intro for it or something. Oh, interesting. So it would be kind of interesting for us to be like, okay, we're going to post episode 42. As a bonus Thursday. As a bonus Thursday. But in order to do that and make it a little more interesting, we listen to it. And then talk about it at before and maybe afterwards. I see. Like, can you believe I sounded like that slash said that thing slash yeah. thought that thing? Does yeah. that sound interesting or lazy? <laughs> can you believe it? It would actually be better. So the thing is, all these old episodes of theirs are available for free. Yes. It would be better content if they made those exclusive Patreon episodes <laughs> without their fucking commentary. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was just on the Drew and Mike show this week and... That uh, that what was the TV show that I was reviewing with them? It was uh, some TGI Friday. Oh, Pod Meets World, Boy Meets World. Oh, so oh okay. three yeah. three of the actors from that are doing the show now. Pod Meets World. It just started, and it's another one of these shows. And Office Ladies, I think, was like the first big one to do this, where you have these washed up actors who are like, "Hey, why don't we just do a podcast about a show that people used to watch, and we'll just go through and watch every episode?" But right. no one does this with their web series. Like these guys are like, <laughs> "Hey, we should go back and watch our web series and talk about all the behind the scenes stuff." Like those yeah, those shorts, it, like five minutes long. What do you mean? Yeah, if you're watching Tarrant. If you're watching Tarantino like DVD commentary, yeah. he can add layers that you're not aware of. Of course. This is not a layered podcast where you're <laughs> like, I wonder what Jake is thinking in this moment. Well, then they uh, they go back because Amir has his podcast, or his podcast, has his uh, laptop on his lap the whole time. And he's just staring at it and shoving his fingers in his mouth, which I'll get into later. <laughs> because he's constantly talking with his finger in his mouth, which is so obnoxious. Like These guys just need like a program director or someone to go in there and go, hey, Figure out of the mouth, asshole. You're talking. Stop it with that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to get off that real quick. So he's got his, his laptop, and he's looking through it. And he's like, holy shit. I have this old podcast that I recorded that we never put out from nine years ago. And he's not sure if he wants to put it out. Another funny podcast that you made was that we never released that I think we should make is the one where you clone yourself. <laughs> yeah, that was much more recent. Yeah, that I, was I so have them. Everything, nothing. Holy shit. Really? How long are they? 
2013, there, oh my God, there's 15 of them. 15? Yeah. Holy play, shit. Play one. Just go to the middle really quick. <laughs> I'm afraid. It's terrible. Oh, you're, you're embarrassed by that? That's the embarrassing <laughs> thing. Oh, I could never do that. It's embarrassing. Dude. But again, this would be better <laughs> Patreon content. Breaking down something we haven't heard. Yes. Putting out something that people have not heard before would be a little bit more interesting. I just thought it was hilarious. They're doing one of the most boring shows I've ever seen on YouTube. And I've seen a lot of boring shows on YouTube. It's my job. And sure. these guys are sitting there going, I don't know if I can put out this thing. You were probably <laughs> trying harder back then. It might be better. I would love someday to check out your Patreon and just see that one of the episodes is you watching you yeah. and just being like, you know, this is what I was thinking when I called stuttering John an idiot here. Here's yeah. what I meant. I so, meant that I don't think he's as smart as he portrays himself. In my notes, I had written, call him stuttering fuckface, but I totally missed the note. I need to put it in bold next time because I didn't call him stuttering fuckface. Yeah. I called him shit for brains, which was not in my notes. That was ad no, I, That was just improv. And my skills were on display. <laughs> Holy shit. This is uh, weird because I think that their audience is women and girls. Yeah. Young mo college kids, it seems like. Yeah, that would be my guess because this is just a weird thing to say. It is funny to think that in high school you had crushes at like 7 in the morning. You rarely have a... Mm -hmm. pre 8 a.m. crush nowadays first off that's stupid because they're talking about how you used to have crushes at someone in high school and like you'd see them at 7 a.m. it's like nowadays <laughs> i'm not hot and bothered about someone until 8 a.m. like oh, okay <laughs> whatever. <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> whatever but then it gets really stupid yeah when else would you see someone so early it's fun to have a crush yeah to know that you'll just be around the person you like and that's that and getting married is like feeling that every, every day. day. When I go to bed, when I wake up, it's a constant so state of getting, butterflies. Are you getting married? Well, I'm not married, but like, you know, the fact that you find that person to have those feelings with 24-7, mm -hmm. even if we're just like yeah. eating dinner The butterflies don't other. go away. The exactly. spark never dies. It burns bright. Yeah, that's the best part about being married. What kind of chick shit is this? I don't know, What man. is going on right now? It's also very indicative of, you know, when you see like on Instagram, someone is like me and my best friend, my yes. love, we are so in love. And then like a month later, you found out they broke up. Yeah, <laughs> That's, that is what that sounds like. It's I always, think the yeah, it's always those cucks who are showing you how much their lives are amazing yeah. all over yeah. social media. Oh my gosh. I'm everything's so great. And then you see him at the bar two months later and <laughs> crying. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like my girlfriend, so I don't talk about it that much because it's not interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I don't talk about my wife that much, but everybody else does. Oh yeah. I don't know why. We, uh, we, we all, <laughs> she makes the rounds. <laughs> Even Mike's scoring on me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else did you pick up on buddy? Uh, let's see. Well, number two. So these guys strike me as like, like I said, it is a popular show. So it seems like they seem like guys that would definitely know the internet and how to work algorithms and things like that. Yeah. So clip number two, again, I can't tell, maybe they're being ironic, but I don't think they know like basic, they don't know what subtweeting means or anything like that. The big you, thing that I'm trying to figure out is getting how to Spotify. Drop yeah, how do yeah. you drop? Have you thought about tweeting for the first time in a while? And if it goes blows up, you'd be like, Here, all right, I'm dropping my SoundCloud link. Here's the SoundCloud. Oh. So I guess yeah, it like, could break the internet with the Schwimmer's Ear tweet. 
and then it is time yeah and when it goes viral inevitably (laughs) i subtweet that and i say i'm here's my new like yeah me and my band just dropped this song that's cool so subtweeting is like if i tweeted you guys hear some asshole release music on soundcloud subtweeting is not replying to yourself which he seems to think it is so and then but real quick mike i just want to get this out because whenever we do a show like this that has fans and then people find our show and they go, you guys just don't get it. You boomers. Right. You're not, you're not understanding it. Okay. So let's say they're being ironic and he does know what that is. And he's just saying sure. that. But the problem is, is that nothing's ever funny. So I just, I have to take it at face value because there's nothing, they don't say anything that's interesting or funny. So if they're just bullshitting all the time, that's not good either. Yeah. They never break that character. So yeah. it would be hard. Like, maybe like, oh, if I well, listen I'm to- a dumb idiot who lost my wife. <laughs> burp, 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 like, oh, hilarious. Yeah, I, like I don't imagine myself listening to ten episodes of this and finally going, "Oh, right. now I get yeah, it. the right. layers, the layers." Ah. <laughs> Actually, I, I learned a little bit about this from Trucker Andy because at uh, band rehearsal mm-hmm. the other night, very good. He said that he used to <laughs> very good. He said that he used to listen to this show and he just got bored of it and stopped listening to it. But okay. it gave me a little bit of an insight as to okay, they're fun guys, they're having fun conversation, they're giving shitty advice, whatever. I I think they've lost their way. I have to yes. think they used to be better than this. It's gotten I worse. I have a buddy that's told me the. I told a friend who used to listen to this that I was doing this episode, yeah. and he goes, "Yeah, they've gotten real cringy. Like they used to be funny, and their sketches were funny, but I think may, maybe they just started mailing it in, or they well, lost." I, I think it. what happens, Mike, is you have a certain audience you have to be very safe around because you don't right. want to piss anybody off. That, yes. That's the last thing I ever think about. <laughs> oh no, I might piss someone yeah. off. <laughs> and I think that that's the problem with these guys is that it's just so safe. That it's gotten to the point where like, okay, well, I, what, what are we even listening to this? It's just a waste of my time. Yeah, it is. And there's something, toast. too, when you have an audience of like 20-year-old girls. Yeah. When you get into your 30s, now you're trying to relate to your audience rather than just naturally relating to them. I wouldn't know anything about relating to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look that up on line later. Yeah, I'm sorry. I interrupted you before. Where were you going next, Mike? Um, well, kind of on the same theme of like, do they not know words or are they being quirky uh clip number 19 where they're talking about so they're pre-recording their podcast and i don't know if you picked up on the fact that this is not a topical podcast they don't get in a lot of issues of the day but they're pre-recording this so they want to let everyone know about that uh all right we're back on a monday recording for the following monday look at us on top of our shit yeah on top of our shit, but also the stuff that we say today won't be evergreen. So, like, yeah, um, what what happened today in the news? And by the time it comes, like, uh, game two of the NBA Finals just happened. But like, by the time yeah. people listen to this, the whole series might be over. Basically, wow, that is could it, could it possibly be? Is it? It's Wednesday, Friday, and then Sunday. Wednesday, Friday. Oh my god! Uh, maybe not actually. I think it's Wednesday, Friday, Monday. Uh, so okay, okay. Uh, so yeah. that's at the yeah. very least. So it won't be. Over, yeah, but not, yeah, it, it might be it'll, different. It could look. It'll look different. It yeah. will be different. If you didn't talk about that, it would have been evergreen. Yes. If you didn't mention the NBA Finals, correct? Because they don't talk about sports any other time. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it alone. <laughs> You'll be leave fine. It alone. Oh my God, Mike. So what they just described to me is that as time passes, different events occur over that time. Yes. Is, is that what I'm to believe here? So I think that's true. Everything that I know about the world right now today won't be the same a year from now. Is that what you're telling me? 
Correct. And it's important to know that when you're listening to them talk about dropping their phone in the toilet, that was last Monday. It wasn't this past Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? I also, I don't understand these shows that need a week to put out their episode. I'm sure these guys have a whole team and a production team and they're putting the videos together and editing it and stuff. That's just crazy to me. I feel bad when it takes me a couple days to put out a video or something. Yeah, I mean, I pre-record stuff when it's just going to be easier. Like, we'll record Why Are You Laughing a few at a time because it's evergreen, as they say. <laughs> that and you can put them out whenever you want. <laughs> yes. but There won't be any new Sam Kinison news. You're, you're fine with that. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Although I think I'm on to some hot leads. We might have a breaking story on there at some point. So I mentioned that um, they were having this conversation about cheat meals and eating cheeseburgers and whatnot. And it's funny that even Amir has to realize that, okay, we got to get back on track and actually talk about what we're talking about. We can't just veer off in these conversations about nothing forever. Right. Does Avital like to do that? Sometimes she'll get a cheeseburger, but she's yeah. usually a little healthier than me. She actually likes salads, so like right. that could be her cheat meal. Yeah, that's really cool. No, um, it's not. But this guy is sort of <laughs> stuck with a TV dinner eating roommate who drinks energy drinks. Yeah. Yeah, remember remember that thing that we were doing? We were talking about this guy's question. I, I know talking about cheeseburger is amazing. Don't get me wrong. And he's got his finger shoved in his fucking mouth all goddamn time. What's so delicious on that guy's finger? He's got buffalo sauce on it or something? We'll find out next week. <laughs> Tune in next week. Tease. It's not evergreen, but they are teasing. <laughs> Tell us what you think is out of Mir's finger in the comment section below. <laughs> well, if you want to stay on the food theme, this I is sure actually do. the most... This is the most interesting thing they said, but I did find it to be a disgusting combination. Clip number 14, maybe I'm weird, but tell me if this grosses you out. Didn't you used to like crumble up potato chips and put it on stuff? Yeah, I used to do a bowl of, this was when I was was much older, actually. Mm. My palate was refined, and I would do um, a bowl of Annie's with uh, sour cream and onion Pringles as a spoon. I see, so you would use that almost as a dip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a pasta dip. Do you still eat Annie's, Annie's macaroni and cheese? Yes, I still love it dearly. It's my. They just move on. He said he eats macaroni and cheese with uh, chips as the spoon. Well, hold on a second. Any... <laughs> I, I want to say this because Pringles are like the particle board of potato chips. They are not good scooping chips. They break apart so easily. You can't Imagine scoop you get to the mac bottom and of that bowl with a Pringle. <laughs> no, it's it's impossible. This is the conversation they should be having. <laughs> yeah. If I was a beer, I'd be like, bullshit. Now we're being interested. You're using a fork. Yep. I guarantee fucking you're using a fork. I don't find it to be that gross, to be honest with you. That actually sounds pretty good. I'm getting hungry. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd, Ugh, put, I'd put a little Frank's Red Hot on there, too. Yeah. Man, maybe I'll try it. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> All right. I have other clips, but I'm already bored with these guys. Um, uh, what else well, do you want to hit before we uh, move on? Well, a good place to stop might be my. We don't clips. have to stop if you. I mean, you have a lot of other clips. I don't want to. I don't want to just stop you, but well, I'm just, so I'm just letting you know not... that I think I'm kind of done with what I want to. Say. <laughs> we can tap out soon, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not letting you go that easy. Uh, clips nine and ten. These guys talk about Walmart in an interesting way. So number nine, I, I'm almost willing to give a pass, but the way they talk about Walmart to me is interesting. It's I crazy think... that. This is, I mean, you really can't get everything at Walmart, I guess. Between a date, they mm. probably have chips, gasoline, furniture. Yeah, true love. Have you That's been amazing? Have you been you to a Walmart? Get, like, 
a dongle in love. Uh, yeah. Fingers out of your mouth. Walmart. They're what fucking recently. Yeah, just like because I know there's not any in New York or L.A. Right? They're sort of bigger in the middle of America. Oh, he's chewing on his. Oh, I guess finger. maybe so. I mean, there's like a Walmart in my hometown. I've definitely been there relatively recently. So uh, Amir's I'm so distracted. Like... I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mike. Please, please recap what we just heard. I just, I'm just mesmerized by this guy shoving his fingers in his mouth the whole fucking podcast. Oh, that was child. that's what made this easier for me. I couldn't see any of that, so I was able to really get my easy. teeth into the content. <laughs> But, right. but what you heard there was him like kind of being fascinated with the concept of Walmart, which if yeah. he grew up in Los Angeles, which it sounded like he did, I'm I'm I'll, I'm willing to give that a pass. But then clip number 10 is what really blew me away. Where Hold again, on a second. There are definitely Walmarts in Los Angeles. But I, okay, I don't act like there's a place in America where they're like Walmart. What? I'm glad you said that. As a, as a kid from a Western Massachusetts, I was like, maybe I just don't know the world enough. Maybe there yeah. are no Walmarts. Trust me, there. there are certainly neighborhoods in California, in LA, that don't have Walmarts, but it's not sure. that far of a drive to one. We've driven <laughs> okay. past one on the, on the expressway, I'm sure. Well, then that should make clip number ten even more baffling. Because yeah. yet again, I'm left to wonder: is this a real, legitimate question that he's asking, or is he being wacky? And just for the people on uh, YouTube, I do know that "unpossible" is not the word. That w- that wasn't Ralph Wiggum, all right? Yeah. Oh shit! Leave Carl alone. <laughs> Me failing. You think when he says "I get a drink," he means like a Diet Pepsi, or like there's like a bar at this Walmart? I think he means like a Diet Pepsi, like um, a Gatorade. You know, Walmart's they have the the Pizza Huts, they have the, the coffee deli shop aisle. in the front, yeah. yeah, and then they have yeah the drinks aisle. It's not like yeah. a bar or anything. Pizza Hut? I've never been to the Walmart in this person's town, but I don't think there is a bar there. No. That's a pretty safe bet, Jake. Yeah. I think you're pretty safe to assume. So again, like he sounds like he's genuinely asking, but if someone said to you, hey, I'm going to grab a drink from Walmart, would you be like, oh, you're getting shit-faced at this time of day? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. And by the way, putting bars in Walmart's actually a good idea. I, I'll, I'll say it right now. They'll double oh. their sales. Well, it's funny you say that, Carl, because they fights. go on for about <laughs> <laughs> they double their bar fights. <laughs> they they go on for about forty five minutes, like with an idea of what if we pitched a sitcom where a town was Walmart, and it's like, well, I guess, man, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Cool. <laughs> and I'm sure their fans are like, I asked a question. Can you get to that? You do quit two questions an episode. They're way too impressed with Walmart's. This is yes. something that everyone's very much aware of and, and probably goes to pretty regularly. Yeah. And and they're trying to dissect it like, wait, so wait, you can get Gatorade there, but you can't get a <laughs> shot down, of whiskey, right? Down. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much the best that I had. That the, fi- yeah. the rest was all kind of more of like, hey, they're being quirky because that's what the whole podcast is. Yes. Yeah. I, I, this is a, an unwatchable, unlistenable show. And if you enjoy it, you are an idiot. Shame on you. Shame on you <laughs> for enjoying content that you enjoy. All right. Let's get into our next segment. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This first cringe of the week comes in from Nick Tucker. And uh, I think uh, he knew that you were going to be on the show today. Oh, no. Mike. Because oh, no. Uh, once again, producer Dave on the Kirk Minahan show. Oh, okay. This is talking about uh, Elon Musk's mom, okay. an elderly woman. 
I think you might have been on the show as well. I think I hear you on here, too. I believe so, yeah. His mother was on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue. Oh, right. I did see that. Like yes. a, she's like an elderly Elon mom. He takes her to yeah. the uh, Met Gala. Yeah, right, she yes. Looks very nice at the Met Gala. Oh. She's a little, I mean, she's a little old, Dave. Yeah, she's yeah. like 80. No, but she's well put together. Like, that's a good-looking old lady. It's like money, though. Yeah. It's like, nice stems on her. Yeah. yeah. She, you know, and she, she is, like, isn't, wasn't she a supermodel? I believe she was. Yeah, yeah I think she I mean. was. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's got a lot to work Well, congratulations with. to all the Musk. Would you? Sounds like. Sure. You would? <laughs> I mean, she seems spry. Okay. Why, Why not? Any, any port in a storm, you know? I I guess. <laughs> no, I don't. When you're desperate, the, who knows? the storm in this situation? Well, if you're not getting any. That's a storm. situation. Ugh. Summer is here. Milton's a store for men. Is everything you need to stay cool and look good this summer. From so that was some cringy fucking Elon Musk's mother talk. Well, lay lay off of Dave. We found out last week he's a victim of uh, harassment. His teacher in eighth grade showed her his pussy. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, the poor he's had, guy. He's he's had oh, a rough no. go. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no, I, I'll probably take this out in post now. I didn't realize. Good, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> I didn't too, realize the trauma say. he was dealing with. <laughs> yeah, the luckiest yeah, kid you. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so funny now, is it? <laughs> you can see it, but you can't touch it. Ah, damn it. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Today we're going to learn about teasing. <laughs> All right, I have a, a second. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This one comes in from Ryan Rebalkin, and it is AJ Benson. AJ Benson's a guy I hope to get on the show someday. Friend of the show, as far as I know, at least enemy of Centering Jim. Yeah, you right. know, so that's close right. enough. Yeah, same thing. But I do have to play this cringe of the week because, as Ryan points out, on AJ's latest episode, he proves two things. He doesn't edit his show, and he doesn't have a producer. Okay. In this clip, he's also challenging our friend Centering John for the most inept at getting content ready to talk about. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but uh, it right. is cringeworthy. That have no love, and yet... You look at shows like Catfish, and I don't know what people do. It's 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 uh, it's sad, but they find love. Eighty six for a second. I can't find my copy. The fuck is this bullshit? Hold on, eighty six. God damn it, motherfucker! Why the fuck would my copy go down? Jesus Christ! It's okay. I'm not on. I'm on. I'm on. July, what's tomorrow? The eighth. God damn it. No, twenty twenty two, not twenty twenty one. This is this. going great. <laughs> it's not coming up. Hold it a second. It's not coming up. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Hold on, guys. My copy's not coming up. I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell happened here. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Fuck. Podcast. Podcast July. Oh, my God. Ace. Still going. What the fuck is this? All right, where is it? Hold on. Is this it? All right, this is it. I'm going to pause it real quick. Chris, you recently asked me if I make mental notes during the show yes. of things I need to edit. Yes. This would be one of those things. I'd be like, well, I'll go, I'll go back and take all <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah. You wouldn't even need a mental note. No. Fucker. <laughs> I'd remember. So sorry. Hold on, guys. One second. Unbelievable. Why did this happen? Uh... This is really bad. All right, here we go. Hold on. Oh, I'm right there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
my god. Okay, I'm right there. One second. <laughs> I forgot what he's looking for. Yeah, I know. Okay. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> I, I don't, I just, there's so much of it. And I'll just say right now, I'm going to say something you wouldn't expect, but hear me out. Why is there so much gay content on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> right, so that was, that was a fun little clip. Good job. At least man. there was a payoff. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I want to add to the show our friend Garrett, who's never been on WATP before. What's up, guys? Garrett, producer of the Anthony Cumia show and In Hot Water and of course, has his own show on Compound Media, TBD. Although I don't know what the future holds because <laughs> your co-host Pat Dixon, who we recently had on Who Are These Podcasts, was just let go from Compound Media. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. They, he had a little dispute with Gino. Do you want to give us a quick uh, recap? Hi, Garrett. Thanks for joining What's us going today. On? <laughs> <laughs> Too much. You're good. I'm, I'm bringing you right in. Let's get right into it. Yes. Cool. Do you, do you want to give us a quick recap? Because I mentioned on the show, a quick aside, because we've had Gino on the show. We've had Pat, friends of both of them. And uh, Gino did this thing where he brought on Pat's ex-girlfriend onto a show. And then G- what Pat did in retaliation was clock him very hard to the point where I think Gino needs like oral surgery to fix his mouth. Oh, I think and you need to step back one step in the please. story where yes. Gino was out on a Monday and had Bob Levy fill in for him. <clears throat> and he booked Keanu and Alan Fuchs, who do a podcast called This Week in Sex or something like that, as guests. And uh, Pat Dixon just showed up with Bob Levy and put himself on the show and then wouldn't leave the guest desk. So Keanu sat on the at the desk and then Alan had to sit on the couch. So okay. Gina was mad about that. And then Pat kept asking Keanu about having sex with Gino and all that stuff. So Gina was like, well, I'll have one of your exes on my show then. I see. So, so this was retaliation, and then there was a, another yes. retaliation after that retaliation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, because I have not picked sides in this one. I'll be honest with you, Garrett, because <laughs> it seemed like Gino was trying to piss him off, which mission accomplished. It seems like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I think he did because he thought Pat was trying to piss him off. Right, right. I see. Well, I'm, ex- I'm excited to say that a week from today, we're going to have Chrissy Mayer in studio to get her perspective on this. Nice. She's also uh, at Compound and uh, very familiar with Pat Dixon and, <laughs> and his ex-girlfriend. So it's such the gossip, right? I now. know. <laughs> were those were those guys friends, or did they always hate each other? I I don't think they were friends. Okay, but they kind of like put up with each other, I guess. Gotcha. You know, they there was no like animosity, but you could tell there were other shows where like Gino and Pat were on at the same time, and Pat was just like fed up with Gino. Okay. Because otherwise, it just seems like ball busting. But yeah, that's the thing. It was all done on air at the top, you know, up till this point, and then, you know, then isn't everyone fed up with Gino though? I mean, I I get the sense that everyone's a little fed up with Gino. (laughs) Totally (laughs) seems to rub people the wrong way quite a bit. And I love Gino. He's a guy. I think he's a great guy. Exactly. (laughs) I think that's kind of like his mo a little bit. Yeah, he would say that about himself. Yeah. So what's the future for uh, for your show, Garrett? What's going to happen? I don't know. I got to look for a co-host. I have one guy in mind, but it's kind of like a shot out of left field kind of thing. And it would have to be over Skype. So it's kind of a decision. To, I got an to idea do it or not. I got yeah. an idea. Should you get one of Pat's ex-girlfriends? 
Just wear a mouth guard. <laughs> just at least for the first episode, yeah. Just wear a hockey helmet wherever you wherever go. <laughs> You'll be fine. So do you want to uh, tell us who this, this person is, or do you want to keep it a secret? Yeah, because yeah, I didn't even uh, ask him yet. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, just keep it a secret. We'll keep now. it a secret for now. Yeah. Then, if you have any suggestions, though, please let me know. Because oh, I'm, I'm sure trying people to think want, of people. I'm sure people yeah. have suggestions. So you want someone who's New York based, obviously, someone who can be in the studio. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. and someone not. Have you ever heard compound. of? Uh, there's a comedian up and comer named Aaron Berg. Have you thought about maybe asking him? <laughs> Would be a good addition, yeah. yeah. Is, he a, is he a gas digital? Everyone's a gas digital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> everybody is. He's blowing up. <laughs> yeah, how many podcasts they have a gas digital? There's got to be 50 at this point, There's right? at least 30, right? Yeah, 30, yeah they have really exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Are there, is, are there hard feelings with Aaron Berg, or does everyone like him there over there still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. yeah it's kind of like we were all buddies and stuff and then you just left and i guess it's like cool if you want to do it but then there was like constant changing reasons why you did it and things like that so yeah oh because it, it sounded happened. i heard him talking with uh louis j gomez or something it sounded like it was because of gino was that not the excuse he gave you yeah but then it was like because Gino said the N-word, and then it was because Gino was drinking, and then it was some other excuse about, you know, Gino didn't do this thing when, you know, whatever, or right. Gino got a DUI or something like that. You know, it just constantly changed, so. It was... Yeah. Well, it sounds like Gino, though, was the source of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, but, like, everyone knows Gino. He doesn't change. It's not like you didn't right. know what he was going in, you know? Yeah, it's on you at this point. <laughs> yeah. Especially Aaron said he was like his best friend, and you know, like you definitely know him then. Right. One of the reasons, Garrett, I wanted to get you on here, besides the fact that I think that you're extremely funny, whenever you drop in with anything on any of the shows you produce, <laughs> you're always Thank great. You. But you. you go back a long ways in the Opie and Anthony universe. You were a producer on the show back uh, in the early 2000s, right? Yeah, like 99 to whenever they got canceled. Yeah. The sex for Sam thing kind of blew you out. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you, you bounced around uh, Sirius and XM for a little bit. Yeah. The program director at the Opie and Anthony station who also got fired was at Sirius and got me like a job there. You do Jay Thomas. Were you on that? I did. Yeah. At first I did like sports games and stuff like that. And then I did Lynn Samuels and Alex Bennett. I don't know if you know them. I'm not familiar. They're, they're both like super lefty talk radio types Ooh, and stuff like that. Sounds fun. And, <laughs> and uh, I eventually got in like arguments with both of them and they moved me to Jay Thomas. Oh, good for yeah. you. You did the right thing then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes sense. So when you were doing Jay Thomas, I- was Shuli uh, the second mic or third mic there? He, he was like, he would... S- there was like three or four second mics. It mm-hmm. was like Shuli could do like one day a week. This girl Madison, who's still on Sirius now, did another day. Kevin Meany would do a bunch of days and stuff like that. So it kind of rotated. I don't want to make this about Shuli, but do you understand the hate that he gets? No, I didn't even know he gets hate. Yeah, I didn't either until recently. Oh. I started having him on my, on my show, and I was like, well, wow, people really hate like, Julie. Really? Holy shit. From who? Like Stern people? Or? Yeah, is it yeah. like you left Stern, I hate you? That kind no, of thing. I think hate? it was before he left Stern. It's, it's like that Radio Gun crowd. Oh, well, they hate uh, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> They're angry. <laughs> <laughs> who do they like yeah. over there? I guess Richard Christie's the one person nobody's. 
Everyone likes, right? Enemies of Howard Stern is who they like, I think. Yes. Well, that's true. For sure. Do they hate Fred? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, does anyone have any, like, strong feelings about Fred either way? Yeah, <laughs> He's just kind of there. I shouldn't say that because I haven't listened in a long time, but they, I mean, there was no one that they didn't just berate to a level where, like, they would attack them personally and, like, mm. their families and shit like that, where I was like, you guys must love them on some level because it's all you ever talk about. <laughs> well, yes. That was a, the thing that I picked up on when, you know, and I've talked to Monique at Radio Gunk, but the fact that she knows what Howard's children do for a living and, and right. it's like, it's like, whoa, what do we, do you not like Howard Stern anymore because he's kind of out of it? Or are you like really this obsessed with his whole life that you right. need to be studying this so closely? Oh, people send it to me. Whatever. People send me shit all the time too. People sent me stuttering John's children talking at his ex-wife's wedding. And I wasn't like, oh, I got to play this on my show. Like, I don't care about his kids. Yeah, no, that's know? creepy. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, I just have to say it for legal reasons. All right. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to get uh, Garrett on here in his take, because he's worked with Opie. Now, maybe it was a while ago. So we'll, we'll consider that. But Opie's dog. been doing this new thing. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I don't know if he's doing it himself or he's got someone helping him out. But he's putting out these minute-long, two-minute-long, 30-second-long clips on YouTube. And it's all clickbaity titles, and he's just trying to get people to check out the show with it. So oh this God. is one, which is great, because I didn't have to pull any clips. I just pulled the full episodes that he's putting up. So it makes <laughs> my life easier. Thanks, Opie. It makes my life easier. This one is called Enough! Kumio was going nowhere when I met him. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, so let's watch this, and uh, we can get into it. Stop me anytime, too. Uh, good morning, Opie. You should forgive Anthony and go on his podcast. Would be so epic. Stop being a bitch and go and go work out. Thanks, Jim Dig. Yeah, I know. I have no desire to do that. Um, the Anthony I knew, and I, I don't even know if I actually ever knew the guy. Um, <laughs> but the version of Anthony I thought I knew, I should say it that way, is long gone. So that's why that'll never ever work. Uh, after Anthony left Sirius XM because, you know... Some he... production going on. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I seriously. Is that Tesla coil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what uh, sound effect CD he pulled that from, <laughs> from his closet. <laughs> also, it's not long gone. It's long gone. Is it's it? Long <laughs> gone. It's so much funnier when he mispronounces words, though. Yeah. And he does those voices that are oh, always yeah. great. He blew himself up. Stop blaming me. Blame him. Stop blaming me. In the end, Anthony blew up the Opie and Anthony show. It's it couldn't be more obvious. Maybe someday, what? someday he'll take a little <laughs> fucking responsibility. Oh, we got more production. Whoa. Watch out. <laughs> what is this? Jesus this is, Christ. It's taking forever. Make it slower. Is my why? Com- is my computer dying? What just happened? <laughs> Why did that take so long to show OP Radio? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> that was almost longer than the clip. Why? <laughs> wow. That's you such a great example of where that. 
Yeah, Obi must have done that. That was like a yeah. pre-made setting Sorry. within uh, Adobe. I that think he just... Tony Michaels did it. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what's that, Mike? It's such a great example of where Opie can't keep his story straight. Because like when Anthony got fired, Opie would say, the show was dead anyways. Yes. Opie and Anthony was coming to an end. Yep. But, and now he's like, why don't you blame Anthony? He's the one that ended the show. It's like, well, the, you said you were ending it no matter what. There's multiple clips of Opie. We've played him on here saying, yeah, I think I'm done with this. I think I'm ready to do something else. I think I'm ready to move yeah. on. And Anthony's you never once talk said politics that. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anthony never once said, I don't want to keep doing this thing we make a couple million dollars a year doing. That's right. super easy. <laughs> let's, let's stop doing this. You know, Anthony never thought that. But I know that Anthony addressed this specific clip where he's going, I don't even know this guy anymore. He's totally changed. <laughs> and Anthony's take on it was like, well, all of those people that we were friends with, I'm still friends with. So right. am I the one who changed? Or did Opie, like, he's not yeah. sure what he's talking about there. And Garrett, you've known him for a very long time. So maybe you can enlighten I us. Even, like, uh, Sam Roberts was his guy. Like they would hang out right. with yeah. their wives and stuff and all that. And even that blew up. And then back in the day when I was there, like I was the Sam Roberts to open. Like I would, we would go rollerblading around Central Park every day <laughs> after the show. Yeah. And he would like, what does his breath tell- taste like? What a, what a cute image. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. The hill's hard. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh he would always like try to teach me like radio lessons, like uh-huh. c- kind of like a mentor, but it was always like the same one every time. <laughs> and it, it was always Can just I guess like, what it was, Garrett? He's uh, like, whatever you do, you got to backstab everyone else on the show. <laughs> Tell management they're slacking off. And we don't need them. Tell them over and over again. <laughs> the, the gist of it was like, just keep doing it. Oh God! Oh, you that's know, pretty that good advice. Thing. I yeah. hate that. I hate uh-huh. that advice. <laughs> Stick with it, kid. Stick with it. <laughs> was he like that at any W Garrett, where he would go to management and he would be in these moods where he was miserable to work with, or did that come over time? Uh, not so much. It happened like once in a while, kind of thing. Yeah. But even when I was there, like they never Opie and Anthony weren't like hanging out, even at right. that point. Right. You know, it was always separate. Like we went up to Boston, they'd take separate cars and drive down separately. And I would have to choose like who oh, who we're going out to dinner with tonight. And there'd yeah, be two yeah. different parties and stuff like that. It was so weird. That is odd. I thought that at that point they were still hanging around each other. Well, no, because that's yeah. why Norton was brought in, right? Because they weren't speaking to each other. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm surprised they didn't get along because they both have spicy political takes. Ooh. And this Ooh. is a video that, again... I did not put on YouTube. Opie did. He thinks that this is the type of content that's going to get people going, holy shit, I got to check out this show. This is amazing. This is the entire clip that he put up called Our Politicians Are Useless. <laughs> Another mass shooting. What, I mean, what do you want from me? Rinse and repeat. You realize that politicians in general are useless every time there's a mass shooting. You know, They're completely useless to try to figure out what to do. Every single one of them. Useless. <laughs> I gotta say, the best take out of all of that was the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. I get down with that. Yeah. 
the rest of me just like, why are you even talking? What's the point you, of even talking if that's your take? You could tell from the comment at the bottom of the screen that was from a later part in the episode that he edited in. Yeah. Because it goes from the comment about the karate kid. Like, yeah. well, cares? And then the blah, blah, blah just jumps in and then the karate kid part comes back in. Yeah. That took effort to make a 27-second long clip of him going, politicians suck, blah, blah, blah. You had to pull that all together to make it coherent, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. (laughs) Yeah, not right. I guess you could say he's consistent, but that's been his saying the whole time. Like, oh, neither side is good. Yeah, It's a bold take. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a little spicy for my taste. (laughs) I do have to say, though, to his credit, the sound effect at the end almost <laughs> tricked me into thinking he was saying something. I was like, wow, that's a hot take. Yeah, right. If you had any video with this and you're like, wow. Yeah. Whoa, that's that, a guy who's saying something. That's like the yeah. red bar trick, right? Yeah, like, yes. if, if you're red bar, you just be like, and also Chrissy Mayer is ugly. <laughs> Whoa, he must be right. There's Shout a out explosion. What is that microphone with a switch on it? It's like not a. It's yeah, that's that's some a, sort of like accessory mic. I don't even think so. I think no. it's like like a fake microphone that yeah. he didn't even look at what he was photoshopping. <laughs> I think you might be right about that. It's actually right. a fan that misses. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so one of the things that's been going on recently is people are asking Opie about stuttering jump. I don't know why they would do that. I have no idea. But Opie offers his thoughts on stuttering John Melendez, and knowing that stuttering John is good clickbait, which, by the way, it is, he decided to put this up as one of these videos. If the Howard Stern show ever ends, who's the first guest from that show you want on? Baba Booey, Robin, etc.? I don't want to talk to any of them. I've talked to... I talked to a bunch of uh, people from. Could you imagine him getting Robin Quivers on the show? What the <laughs> fuck would that be like? Holy shit! Just and this idiot. Holes. I don't know if he's fucking with them or not. But he's like, oh, "What are you going to get, Baba Booey, Rob?" Is like, "There's no way any of those people are talking to Opie." No. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. No, just go for but Howard. I think Howard will do it. Yeah, I'm sure Howard yeah. will come right on. <laughs> the Howard Stern show that were really, really cool. Um, I know he gets a lot of shit, but Stuttering John was very, very cool. I've had him on the podcast a couple times, and I think I was on his uh, once. He was very, very cool. I liked him a lot. Um, I don't really agree with him politically or anything like that. Nobody but, does. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was a good guy, and he told some great stories. He's a very, very good guest. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, someone asked him if he would do a podcast with Stuttering John. Which, of course, would be my dream come true. It'd be amazing. It'd be, it would lighten my workload by 50%. I, I have to say, though, so I was listening to old, because of your show, you've sent me down a rabbit hole of yeah. old Stuttering John on Howard Stern. And there are so many striking similarities between Opie and Stuttering John in their lack of self-awareness and yep. their attitudes and things like that. And the, the uh, self-confidence. You, you can watch their yes. self-confidence leave them as the oh, other yeah. person berates them. They're like, oh, oh. You just discovered completely, that. completely you just insecure. I suck. Oh no! Yeah, but the st- the one difference that stood out to me is I do believe it's rare when it happens, but I think Opie is capable of surprising you, where he can come out with something, you know, mildly amusing or interesting, or at least being in a good mood. Whatever, Stuttering John will never surprise you. Correct. Whatever you're expecting him to say, he will say. Opie yes. is one of the worst broadcasters I've ever seen, and he's twenty times better than Stuttering John. Completely, yeah. (laughs) 
Did you ever think about joining up with Stuttering John doing a podcast? No. There's, <laughs> no. That's another <laughs> assholery thing that Ant's trying to do. He's like trying to lump me and Stuttering John together. Like Ant's trying to do that? I get no credit. <laughs> I hope he's offended by the mere suggestion. <laughs> I know. I would be too. But I like that immediately he goes, oh, fucking Anthony Kubi is telling everyone I got to team up with Stuttering John. <laughs> Has that ever been mentioned on the show, Garrett? Well, we played the uh, the clip of if Opie and Sutter and John had a oh, podcast. That's right. Someone made a, a really funny video where yeah. John was talking to a guy named Greg in his chat, and then they put. <laughs> Did you see that video, Chris? <laughs> I got going back that. a little way. No, it's pretty new. Oh, I have not seen. It's pretty it. like recent. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Okay, so yeah, maybe maybe that is why. Like we're very different people. Last time I said this, Stuttering John got mad, but. I do think that Sterling John uh, does a decent job, but I just don't. No, you said he sucked. Yeah. He literally goes, <laughs> yeah, we John, that. we're not even in the same league. I mean, I was <laughs> the host of a show. John's just a yeah, sidekick. I, I, I broadcast circles around him. Yeah, that's like what that. he said, yeah. right? And, and <laughs> as much as I think Opie sucks, to your point, <laughs> yeah. Opie's right. He yeah. went, like, Opie at least had a role on one of the biggest radio shows ever. And I think there were things, as much as like we criticize Opie, there's things on that show, like Opie was great with confrontation, where Anthony and Jim preferred to like just throw lines in. Yeah. Opie was good at knowing how to stir the shit. Stuttering right. John was a call screener yes. who was there to be a punching bag, and he has the ego of someone who was bigger <laughs> than Opie and Anthony in his mind. Well, listen, to be fair, he was one of the co-hosts on the Howard Stern and Stuttering John show. Oh, wait, that's not what it was called? It was never called that? Oh, okay. Well, my bad. I that's what I do found, some research. That's what I found in those cl the clips I was watching of old of old Stern was Howard berating John yeah. because John would say, well, you're mad at me for this, but you let Robin get away with this or Jackie or yeah, Fred. Yeah. And Howard keeps telling him, you are not in their league, John. You're yes. not the same as them. It's not my cup of tea, and I, it's not my <laughs> type of politics. So, But that's another assholery thing. That the haters, and most of the haters are coming from Anthony at this point. I, I barely get any Howard Stern hate with all the shots I take. All my hate comes from a fucking guy that I discovered. This <laughs> fucking bullshit. So they try to lump me and Stutter and John together. And they want us to do a show together. First of all, if we did a show together, it would be very, very good. It would be very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be good for me. It would be amazing for you. Yeah. <laughs> we did actually have when Opie was on Stuttering John's Beer on the Balcony, and we had Gino over here, and we had Chrissy, and uh, that was like my Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe the Olympics. <laughs> it was like once every four years. That was like my Olympics. Very, very special Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of understood Opie a little bit more from that clip, though. Yeah. Because he, he thinks Anthony is making these clips and making fun of them. He doesn't realize other people are just hating on Opie. And right. Anthony is seeing these other people hate on Opie and then sharing it. You don't, you, you think know? he doesn't realize that? Or do you think he's just trying to like have one person he's against kind of thing to make it easier on him? Oh, I mean, definitely. Oh, he obviously just constantly puts up clips with Anthony and the title yes, and stuff right. just to get clicks. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably both. And whether Opie <laughs> believes it or not, like deep down inside, he's at least convinced himself that the reason guys like you and me, Carl, shit yes. on Opie, is because Anthony has brainwashed us. Oh my into gosh! Hating yeah, Opie. that's you know truly what? what he that's believes. a really good point. And 
Mike, I, I forget about that sometimes. That in Opie's mind, we would all think Opie's amazing if it weren't for, Anthony, for Anthony having yep. a falling out with them. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the opposite is true. Opie put out a podcast. I had been spending a couple of years reviewing podcasts every week. And I went, hey, Opie's got a podcast. Let's check that out. And it sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I really would say. I would say Anthony and Jim for many years brainwashed me into thinking Opie was more talented than he is because they would always defend him on the show to the point where I was like, well, there's got to be more that I'm not aware of that he does. Yeah, well, you know, he goes yeah. behind their backs and tells management they suck and she <laughs> right. can fire. Yeah, see, I didn't know everything. <laughs> I think the real impetus was when the show broke up, Anthony started Tax, and then at the same time that the Reddit things started going and that's when they started hating opie and and i remember being at anthony's house we would read the reddit like mm. laughing about all the open so then anthony realized like oh shit everyone hates opie i don't even want to get back with him kind yep. of thing let's start you know so it wasn't anthony had nothing to do with it he just kind of went with the flow of everyone else realizing it because he's right. finally like finally someone else could say it you know it's funny you say that garrett because this is kind of what I've been experiencing now is Anthony has no control over the ONA subreddit. He never did. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. there's, there's a lot of evidence that shows that because they turned out. They were too. very nice to him on <laughs> yeah, there. Right. They're really nice to him <laughs> and Jim. You know, they turned out everyone, obviously. But this idea that one person who has a show or a voice is gonna get thousands of people online to fall in line with what they want them to do, and all of a sudden, you know, oh, they're, they're, they're all harassing me because Anthony wants them to. It's like, no, they want to do that. That's like, that's yeah. what they, they want to do. When people are fucking with Southern John, I've never told anyone to do that. They want to uh-huh. do that. I can't control yeah. that. There's nothing I exactly. can do about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so let's find out more about uh, Opie and Anthony's relationship because, of course, Opie's been putting up a lot of these videos with Anthony's name in the title in order to get the clicks. Uh, you said- and when I say clicks, uh, a couple hundred at best. Some of these yeah. get under a hundred, uh, maybe a thousand for the one where it's like Kumi is a dick or you know whatever he puts in the <laughs> the title. So it's not even like it, it's popular. I can't believe he's putting any effort into this. A guy of his caliber or a guy who used to talk to millions of people. He's would- feeding off of a radio show. The the clicks that he would get off of a radio show that hasn't been in existence for eight years. Yeah. Uh, you said you have no regrets. Okay, that include Anthony. Not trolling. I do like you, but trying to understand as you give out mixed signals. I like how everyone who asks him a question about Anthony has to say, just so you know, I'm not trolling here because he always freaks out. <laughs> oh, everyone's talking about Anthony. Please, <laughs> let me get this out. Signals <laughs> about mixed signals about my relationship. What are you? T- oh, God. Who is this Asian guy that I'm looking at right now? What happened to his face? Mixed signals. <laughs> I thought I found a. Um, I thought I found a friend. This guy looks like he played a prank in a coke can. <laughs> that I could do a lot of great radio with, but I absolutely did not find a friend, and it, and it's, and it and it kind of sucks because uh, we had a massively successful show, but we didn't get along at all, and that's oh. my my dilemma to this day. Yeah, leave it alone. Mixed signals. <laughs> leave it alone. I knew leave Anthony. <laughs> I knew Anthony. I haven't known him. In a, I, I haven't even talked to him. I haven't even uh, been in the same room as him in over eight years. I haven't. I don't even know what he looks like. I barely uh, check out what? any of his stuff. It's uh, it's a, a, incredibly rare. It has to be something that falls in my lap, and then maybe I'll, I'll click on it here and there. But it's so rare, I can't even tell you. So I honestly don't even know what the guy looks like. 
And for most of our relationship, we absolutely like. didn't get along at all. All right. So we're oh. in the mixed signals. <laughs> Opie has always said he respects, he respects uh, and appreciates what Ant and him did and accomplished, but he has no warm feelings towards him anymore, nor any desire to reunite. I haven't had a warm feeling towards Anthony in a very, very long time. I think he did some really, really, really shitty things and and a lot of that happened while we were doing the radio show as the years go by i learn more and more about it and it's unbelievable which is so weird man oh my god we he learned stuff friends. from yeah i was i was thinking the same thing garrett <laughs> he doesn't talk to anyone except pat duffy Right, there you and go. <laughs> he hears from the rumor mill, and then he automatically believes it. I know other people like this too. <laughs> if they hear something they want to believe, oh, you know what, Anthony? He was telling people he had this uh, fake account on the subreddit, and he would go on there and feed these people, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I believe it. It must be uh-huh. true. Yeah, Twitter and his live chat get him gassed up and tell him things, and they <laughs> think that's fact. <laughs> Every time, too, he's so easy to fuck with. <laughs> All these guys are so easy to fuck with. What I love out of that clip, though, is the image of maybe Opie and Anthony someday are walking down the street in opposite directions, and Anthony sees his old his old co-host of 20 years and says, Greg, how are you, man? And Greg's like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> he signs an autograph. He's like, here you go, buddy. All right. Moving along. Uh, another fan, huh? <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> He's fucking uh, Brad Pitt now. He's face blind. I don't even know what Anthony looks like. <laughs> who is this man? <laughs> Which is so weird, man. Oh my god, we were never good friends. I I I I I I can't do this every day. <laughs> Gabriel, I can't do this every day. Don't. See, this is this is the mixed signals thing. This is what he's not figuring out. Is that when he's in a good mood, he'll be like, Yeah, let's talk about Opie and Anthony, and yeah, let's I want to talk all about it. And then other times people are like, Hey man, I miss Opie and Anthony. Fuck you! Yeah, I'm not uh-huh. talking yeah. about that today. You fucking passed. Get away. <laughs> like, What's the title of this clip, by the way? <laughs> this one is called uh, Stop. Stop. I oh, wasn't right, good I was friends say, with Anthony. I, yeah, it seems like he really hates talking about it. He's posting <laughs> fucking clips like that about it. I know. He posts these things. And you can see that it's all edited. He's pulling all these clips together of all the shit he said about Anthony. He's just like, I hate talking about this, but I'll <laughs> put it on, up for clicking. You're twisting my arm here, guys. <laughs> we're never good friends. I thought we were friends. When we first met, and, and in Boston, we certainly got along pretty well. And I, I started thinking that we were friends. But I now question if we ever were friends or if he was just playing me from day one. We were never good friends. you got to stop. Like I said, uh, a lot of these questions that people want to know the answers uh, to, I, I've, uh, I've cut them up into videos. They're on my YouTube <laughs> channel. There's a nice little playlist that's called Opie and Anthony Drama. Okay, but we yeah, were... but it's more fun to fuck with you in real time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what am I gonna do? Actually, do some research on this? Who cares? Not that interested. Never good friend. I would, I would never consider Anthony a good friend. There, were, there was a time we absolutely got along the first couple of years. And we sur- <laughs> Wait a second, I would never consider him a good friend. Well, I mean, there was a time that we were really good friends, excluding the period when we were great friends. We were never friends. We're friendly toward each other and possibly friends, but I don't know anymore. I don't even know if that was real. <laughs> I like that Anthony was playing this crazy mindfuck game all yeah, along. Yes. <laughs> A sinister mastermind, yeah. Anthony Cumia. I'll take advantage of this guy. The second they moved up to Boston, Opie, Anthony was saying how Opie tr- bought some, like, or not bought, rented a cheap apartment in a 
ritzy neighborhood mm -hmm. far away from Anthony. So they couldn't even hang out if they if he wanted to kind of thing. Well, it's funny because Anthony has always said that Opie wants to be Howard Stern. Yeah. And so that's the reason why Opie has the view that he has that we're looking uh -huh. at right now <laughs> of the Hudson there uh, from the what is it? The, the west side of Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's near where Howard lives. And uh, Howard recently came out and said that he's going to run for president because of this Roe versus Wade decision. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Which is an another annoying thing that we can get into. But so this is uh, Opie responding to that. Oh, Opie, thoughts on Howie for Prezi? Uh, Prezi? Oh, you did say Prezi. Okay. Um, it's just stupid. He ain't running for the presidency. You know, the one thing I got to say, Howard Stern is very. I mean, look, he, he's a talented guy. I, I just think he's a, a jerk as a person. I, huh. Almost talk, like somebody talk. else that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think when Opie calls someone a jerk of a person, literally <laughs> everyone he ever worked with hates his guts. Literally yeah, everyone. Really didn't, Opie. Jesus, a jerk. <laughs> Let's not get too brash here. <laughs> jerk of a person. Jeez. I like he was, he was impressed with Prezi. Yeah, whoa! Oh, that's yeah. cute. I got to work that in. <laughs> really do. Can I use that? And he's very insecure. <laughs> so let's see, Howard's a jerk and he's insecure. Uh, we said Howard, not you, Opie. Oh, I'm sorry, but Yeah, he stomped and on someone's cake. His skin is literally, we tried to do this the other day, his skin is, is, is way less than paper thin. All right, so that's three for three <laughs> now. Yeah, right. Jesus. And I have no respect for the guy because when me and Anthony were battling, we weren't even really battling. We were just trying to make very entertaining radio. And Howard is such a... We were just calling him an asshole over and over yeah. again because it got people listening to our show. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> it was complete battle right. yeah. For, on our end. Yeah. And Howard had no smart. response. Yeah. Just, that's what ONA should have done. Like, why yeah. are you denying that that happened? Uh -huh. That's weird. Character that it was easy to goof on him and talk about his nonsense on our show. And instead of, like, going on his show and saying, F those guys and blah, 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 and who... How dare this is literally everything he's described right now is him. Right. Every single thing. Cause he's never addressed us when, when people are like, Hey, what do you think about WTP? He's like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Right. yeah okay. <laughs> sure. If he talks about Howard denying the wig allegations. I'll lose. <laughs> hey, he's bald they, and what do they think they are? <laughs> he would, he would march down the hall and yell and scream at bosses to make us stop. <laughs> a thing that Opie never did. He would never <laughs> yell and scream at bosses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. This guy's amazing. So I have no respect for the guy. But as far as him being Prezi, um, he's a very smart marketing guy. He knows how to get his uh, yeah. his name in the papers uh, still. I mean, I call it the papers, but no one's really reading papers. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You're, he's much better at marketing himself than you are at marketing you. Yes. I I, was about to say, I suppose that's where the similarities stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I never see Opie trending on Twitter. Every week I see Howard for one reason or another. Here's Opie's COVID thoughts. <laughs> oh, it sucks. <laughs> he gets the headlines all over, the, all over the internet. So, you know, he announces some dumb thing that he's so frustrated that he might run for the presidency, but he ain't, he's never going to do it. So then he gets headlines for, I don't know. A few days, and then he's got to go back to the lab and figure out how he's going to get his name in the headlines uh, next. And he's very, very good at that. 100%. But he's not going to be our president. <laughs> Take Opie. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
Stay tuned. I don't even feel like Howard is good at it. I like yeah. rarely see clips on Twitter or anything about how he keeps his stuff so locked down. It's hard to even yeah. find well, out about him. He does get headlines though, Garrett. I do see him trending yeah. on Twitter and it's funny because nobody listens to his show or watches his show anymore. I don't know anyone. He'll be trending on Twitter and it's like 4,000 tweets about a take he has on COVID. Yeah. But it's like a couple times a month that'll happen. And I don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. He's he a PR must have machine. some PR team. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, who would care that Howard Stern claims he's going to run for president? This was a bit he did 35 years ago. <laughs> really? We think we might actually run this time, do you? Yeah. Okay. He's going to fill the potholes with the uh, ex-cons. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and if you listen to the clip of Howard, he's like, Robin's like, oh, you're going to run for president? He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, he's totally joked. <laughs> yeah. It's not serious at all. I'm and it's not serious at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I played this one yet. This is, uh, again, about Anthony Cumia. This one's called... Kumia, I knew, is long gone. Oh, God. Oh, Cass. Uh, good morning, Obi. You should forgive Anthony and go on his podcast. Oh, Wouldn't no, I did so play that one. Yeah. I did play that one. All right. Let's find out uh, how much money Joe Rogan makes per episode of the Joe Rogan experience. Oh. You guys how do you ready? find that out? You guys ready to do some math with Opie? I'd love oh. to. <laughs> we, we should have music for this, math with Opie. <laughs> if Rogan's making $100 million, a year, and some say that's a low figure. I'll stop him right there. So the original was a hundred million dollars for the whole deal with Spotify, and mm-hmm. then more recently, it's been leaked that maybe it was two hundred million. Two hundred, right? But not per year. Two hundred million, I think, is over like three or four years. Yeah, that was never really said for whatever the length right. of time. I never heard. But anyway, so Opie saying a hundred million a year, which by the way. Uh, Joe does have advertising and, and he owns on it and he's got these other things going. So I'm sure he makes a lot more money than just the Spotify deal, but okay. Of course, yeah. How many shows does he do a year? 52 weeks a year. He probably takes 50 days off. So let's say he does 50... <laughs> 52 weeks a year, 50 <laughs> days off. All right, let's see what he comes up with here. Uh, 200 shows? No. Is it a weekend, Wait. 100 days? Yeah. yeah, 104. Yeah, 104, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so anyway. So so he's already at he's already trying to figure out. Now, the funny thing about all of this is that Joe Rogan does not do a 5-day-a-week show. He no. does 3 days a week. <laughs> not it's kind of like whenever he wants more or less. Yeah, but he's been pretty regular with 3 days a week for a while. Right. And uh Opie has no idea, even though he thinks that he could will one day overtake Joe Rogan as the king of podcasting. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. But all right, let's let's figure out what she's making an episode. Okay. 50, uh, 200 shows? No. No. Wait. 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 52 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Five days a week. That'd nope. be 260-ish, right? Uh, say he takes yeah. the 60 days off during the year. Okay. All right. So say he does 200 shows a year. And okay. $100 million a year. Okay. Let's see what he goes So that next. means every month. <laughs> okay. Every month. Why is he doing this? He's going days, <laughs> weeks, months. Like, you're making, right. you're putting in way too many variables. <laughs> so Joe Rogan is leaving Texas at 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This is some advanced shit. <laughs> Joe Rogan is making about $8 million. $8 million and change a month. A month, okay. And then how many weeks in a month? <laughs> so now you take that number. This is the quick math. Now you're, he's making about 
two million a, uh, a week. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. Maybe a little less. Wait, okay. I can do it that way too. All right. Yeah. A little, a little less than two million a week. Yeah, because it's not four weeks in a month. It's yeah. like four and a half. You know, it depends, right? right? Also, the amount of weeks in a year is fixed. You can just divide a hundred million by fifty-two. Yeah, no shit. I don't know why he went to months and then how many days there are in a month. It's like he keeps changing the parameters on himself. And then quick math on that: five shows a week. It's not quick. He's making. Is it possible that Joe Rogan is making four hundred? $400,000. Is my math right? $400,000 every time he turns the mic on. And I get assholes getting mad because somebody gave me $2. Is all that math right? What? Holy shit, that's such a that's stuttering John thing. That's oh, such yeah. a stuttering John thing to be like, oh, Howard Stern made $20 million. Why can't I be a substitute teacher? No, that's a very, those are not comparisons. Joe I do Rogan have to say that. And your fucking Facebook stars are not comparisons at all. I think the equation is exactly correct. If Joe Rogan is making $100 million, Opie should be making $2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a just world, isn't it? <laughs> the free market always works. Was anyone else following half mil a show? All right. RJ Henners is at a half million a show, give or take. All right. I said 400 and. Four hundred and change. Anyone got six fifty? Do I hear six fifty? <laughs> <a show>? One dollar. <laughs> Whoa, one dollar. All right. Four. To, all right. So quick math. Yeah, quick math. Ro oh. <laughs> now in our heyday, we, we were nowhere near that. Obviously, I thought my number was impressive, but Joe Rogan is making. Let's cut that down even a little oh bit. Let's say it's between four hundred and five hundred thousand every time he does a podcast. Boom. And you were his inspiration. Yeah, you know what? I think Rogan has to, you know, cut me a giant check. I know he's joking there, but that Southern John would literally oh, say God. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was the reason. And he would want a giant check, one of those big ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you make it any bigger? I made Joe Rogan. I want to be able to see the check from space. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a week salary if we, me and Anthony were your inspiration. He does have a week salary. <laughs> give me a week salary. And even though I don't like the guy, and give Anthony a week salary as acknowledgement that we were your inspiration. No. That's some fun math right there. Holy shit. Joe Rogan has acknowledged them as their inspiration by constantly acknowledging they were his inspiration. Well, yeah. He says that over and over again. Time out, though. I have to say this, and I've said it before. Joe Rogan has literally said that Anthony was his inspiration because Anthony did a show from, from his basement. Compound, yeah. Yes, the yeah. live from the compound show that Anthony would do when he got drunk at night on the weekends. That was the thing that Joe Rogan was like, holy shit, you don't need a studio? You can just broadcast and people will see it on the internet? And he said that many times. It's not – no, don't get me wrong. He loved the Opie and Anthony show. He went on that show. He yeah. liked the format of it. But it was Anthony's show that really got Joe Rogan thinking like, oh, I could do my own video show. I don't True. need to be with a company or anything oh. like that. Did you ever see the Opie Rogan episode? Yes. I can't, a long time I remember ago. it happening. I don't yeah. know. I can't bring myself to ever watch it. Yeah, I can't imagine it was good, though. I, oh, I agree. One of these That's why I've never watched it. <laughs> it's so dated now that I don't know if it would make sense, but I feel like one of these days I should um, probably review that, check it out. Something. Yeah. yeah, I think you got to. All right. I think um, we've talked Opie long enough. It's time <laughs> to move on. 
All right, I have to start with a uh, prepared statement. Who are these podcasts would like to formally apologize to Stuttering John, Tony Michaels, and Gabe Sanchez? It has come to our attention that pointing out their deficiencies as broadcasters, while 100% accurate, is not nice, and it could potentially hurt their feelings. We recognize the power that we have over these thin-skinned wannabe YouTubers, and we want to channel that into a positive. That's why I'm declaring right now that Who Are These Podcasts is officially endorsing Donald Trump for president in 2024 so that these political hacks can build up an audience of scared children who are incapable of nuanced debate or rational thought. Regardless of your political leanings, let's get Trump back into office so that John can once again have a career that pays him more than substitute teaching. Can I get an amen? Yes, amen. Amen. I'd like to thank my attorney for preparing that statement for me. Really shows you're mature. <laughs> so <laughs> I played this on the show a little while back. John always brags about the song he did with Joe Walsh. Uh, I don't I like know. you either. I don't like you either. And it's such a bad song in every single way. It's not funny. It's not. It's nothing about it is good. And I like Joe Walsh, but it's, <laughs> he phoned it in. It's not, it's not his best effort. Well, <laughs> Mr. Magenta has updated that song for 2022 oh. because oh. John has new things he doesn't like. <laughs> so I thought we could check this. This is like Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. <laughs> yeah, we gotta update it. <laughs> Bill Shatner's not the news, so we gotta get something new in there. All right, time to give this song an update. Thank you so much for coming back to do the song with me, Joe Walsh. <laughs> Guess I'm doing this one solo. I don't like podcasters named Kevin, and I don't like the Weasel Dick beat me and my DMCA. And I don't like Carl's shitbag producer. <laughs> and I don't like his fucking big videos either. <laughs> and I don't like that my stand-up got recorded. <laughs> what do you expect me to do? Write no material after 25 years? <laughs> and I don't like IPAs cause they ain't cause. And I don't like looking in the mirror cause Jesus who would? And I don't like songs with any structure. Seriously, I haven't even rhymed once yet. This is the shit. A lawsuit might be coming down the pike. Cause I don't like you either. And Carl's a dyke who can take a hike. Cause I don't like you either. Like those, those fucking dabbers making a whole subreddit dedicated to trashing me. I, I don't like how this song is a shitty ripoff of Asshole by Dennis Leary. I, I don't like the artwork for this album. Seriously, it's the most hideous thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I, I don't like the fact that Madonna is ugly as fuck now, but I still smash because I'm so desperate for female companionship. I don't like that I had the talent of Joe Walson wasting it on this piece of shit. I don't like the trolls. I don't like Shuli the pussy, that bitch Chrissy, Vince the attorney, that cunt Monique, ROTC, WATB, and people trolling me. <laughs> oh, we done? Good stuff, Mr. Regetta. Thank you again uh, for sending that in. Keep yeah. the song parodies coming. There's no contest, but you're a winner in my book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not here to judge, but since we are. A smile from the chippa is your reward. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I wasn't going to do Stuttering John on this episode because we do a lot of Stuttering John. But then I was checking out his show from just this Thursday. 
and there's just too much to talk about. So I got a few clips here. We're not going to go nuts. You left with you that. no choice, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. My hands are tied here, Mike. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So it starts off with him chewing his food. Now I want to remind everyone, just the one that hits go live on his show. Yes. Okay. This is something like people bitch at me for coming out a little after two p.m. But at least I don't come on right at two p.m. with a sandwich in my mouth. Yeah. Because that would be stupid too, right? <laughs> Yeah, baby. Hold on. Where is this oh, camera get on? There we go. Welcome to the world famous Stuttering John podcast with your favorite world famous host, Stuttering John Melendez. How are you, everybody? Let me say hi to some of the people in the room before we get oh, started. God. Yeah, he's got to do his roll call thing. So he starts the show. He's finishing up his sandwich, his bologna. He has to wipe the lens because that's all gross. He's probably spitting all over it. His green screen's not centered in the background. You can see the L.A. just cuts <laughs> off on the sides. Uh-huh. again over there in L.A. But at least he got a new uh, windscreen. I did notice yeah, that. Yeah, he finally got like a new black one because it was getting real bad, that last one. <laughs> it was looking pretty gross. Getting a little roachy. Well, remember he said uh, that he had people over to his house doing some work. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was one of the things <laughs> <laughs> he had them working on. I got a friend. Got a team cleaning it for him. Yeah. So John has to talk about James Conn passing. Yeah. And, of course, John has a, a great anecdote oh, I'm sure. about James Conn. What I love about John is a lot of people, what they do when somebody passes away is you tell a story about what a great person they were or something they did that maybe touched you in some way. John always points out what a prick everybody was. <laughs> Whether he realizes it or not, he can't help himself. Great actor. But when he was a guest on The Tonight Show, they had... I like the story that he's a great actor, but... but. <laughs> I know you guys all love him from all his movies, but... Yeah. You're not getting Conn. off that easy, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> I know his corpse is still warm, but... <laughs> I hope his widow calls in, because i got a few things to say to her, too. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> they had James Kahn following animals. Now, just so you know, <laughs> on that day, I think it was Mondays, we always had, you know, animals with Julie Scardina. So we had a segment, two segments of animals, then... Then the first guest, which was James Conn. When he found out, <laughs> he was in his dressing room, he found out that he's going to be following animals. He damn near left. He goes, I ain't following no fucking animals. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have a legend follow animals. So it was a whole thing, and I think they compromised and had one segment of Julie with the animals, then James for two segments, but uh, it was kind of funny. And yeah, James wow. God, what a prima donna. <laughs> a loose definition of kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he shit. laughed twice telling it. <laughs> it wasn't funny story. at the end. <laughs> also, it's not even really a story of him being no. a dick. He's just like, ah, I'd rather not go after that segment. Yeah. I'm Sonny Corleone, for Christ's sake. There's so many other better stories about James Conn being a dick. Yes, right. <laughs> if that's the angle you want to go with. But yeah. I guess that's the only time he ever encountered him. And he, James Conn didn't actually talk to John, so that was the only story that he had, oh, apparently. Yeah. It's got to be right. about him. Well, it wouldn't be an episode of the Stuttering John, the world-famous Stuttering John podcast. Oh, my God. How many times do you have to say world-famous? It's getting embarrassing <laughs> now, John. Well, 
Uh, it wouldn't be an episode of the World Famous Stoning Jump Podcast without technical problems. Uh, Jeffrey Baza. Uh, as far as that Facebook thing, uh, Facebook hasn't gone live yet. What is going on with this crap? Of course it has. Why am I not on Facebook now? Jesus. Why am I getting, what the hell is going on with this thing? Edit. Facebook. It should be on. All right. Getting really pissed off at this thing. I don't know what the hell the problem is. All right. This is not a deep fake. Twitch. I changed my <laughs> phone number. Now I can't get on there to change my settings because they require me a change of number. I fill it out and they still don't have it. It's been th- two days now. Robin Myers. <laughs> Comedy of errors. Did we just do this in Cringe of the Week? What the fuck? What? I know. <laughs> And then he goes, I have no idea what the fuck the problem is. Like, truer words have never been spoken. Yeah. Yes, you have no idea. John, that's correct. That's what we've been trying to tell you, John. Is this a daily show? I really don't know. It's uh, it- Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. For who? Like, Garrett. Uh, th- it's insane. There has to be for Carl. Fifty percent of people watching this are trolls. It has to be. People are just in there clipping it. Does he do topical news? Like, he, he interviews um, other political pundits who are completely agree with the Democratic uh, Party in every single way. Oh, so it's a politics show. Yes. If you, have oh, a yeah. sing, if you have a single view that's outside of the line of whatever the Democratic Party tells you to think, you're not allowed on his show. <laughs> that's what it is. Because the only clips I ever see are yeah, you know, know. <laughs> screen screen falling down or him <laughs> fucking up and stuff like that. Yeah. He's not All making right. a lot of cogent points in the clips you see. All right. Well, s- since you brought that up, he has his first guest on. And Ooh. this woman is uh, also a political pundit. And it starts off with this great conversation. And now, without further ado, let me bring on the talented and beautiful. Sherry Jacobus, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? (laughs) I can hear you. Good, good. Yeah, I can hear you. Look wonderful. How you feeling? All right. I'm I'm feeling good. All my scans are clear um, so far, and you see my hair is growing back after a little bit of chemo and radiation. Oh God! (laughs) Here we go. So, uh, yeah, doing well. Thank you. For yeah, asking. I didn't know if I was allowed to speak about it, but I, I... <laughs> it's never stopped you before, John. <laughs> right? What do you mean? I wasn't sure if you wanted to bring up all your health issues, and that's what I like to do on this show. <laughs> so you got a tick cut off? <laughs> <laughs> Does your pussy still work? <laughs> How do you think Biden's doing? <laughs> if I may espouse some of my uh, oncology knowledge. <laughs> So what, are you dried up over there or what? What's going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This show really is a treat. By the way, Garrett, I dare you to try to sit through one of these shows. They're two hours long plus. I can't imagine. That's what I was insane. asking. It's insane. You'll die laughing. You'll just die. Garrett was actually also part of the deep dive I went on where one of the episodes I listened to, they uh, were shitting on John because they let him borrow Anthony's studio. Mm. And Garrett came on the show and said, like, yeah, he drank all our beers and left them on the floor and everything. And John was like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he totally was like, oh, could I 
record my podcast in your studio. He was a guest on Anthony's show, like afterwards. We we're like, all right. Right. And we had like the beer fridge and everything. He just drank all the beers, left all the didn't throw any of the cans out, was like, Oh, I'll definitely pay you guys, and then never did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys had to stay late. And yeah. work overtime to do yeah. John's podcast, and he's assumed that that's like a favor that he deserves. Uh huh. <laughs> it's amazing, and, and isn't it? And at that point, it was already like he had used so many favors already. <laughs> like our first uh, holiday party, he was a guest on Anthony's show the day of, and then he just invited himself to the party, and then he was like sitting there trying to make fun of me and shit. And it was like, get the fuck out of here! It's not. <laughs> Yeah, that this type is, of thing. This is my yeah. party, asshole. And, yeah, and the show's yeah. over. <laughs> the, <laughs> the show's over, buddy. Now we're hanging out. Yeah. Well, you'll be uh, happy to know that he's fallen pretty far, Garrett, as he explains. <laughs> he needs you to give him Facebook stars. The way that he pitches this is so angry. This isn't the way. This reminds me of the homeless people who are a little too aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm yeah. not giving you a fucking dollar, you prick. Yeah. You're being too <laughs> aggressive about it. And let me just say this. Oh, here it is. This Facebook. During this broadcast, you can support my page by sending stars. A digital gift that helps me earn money. Thank God that's here. Stage dog, Mark Hurley, Joe Carter, because I have a lot of people from Facebook. Please donate stars. I think it's like a, I think it's a penny a star or something. It's like nothing. You know, you do 100 stars, it's a dollar. Sure. I think you could spare, all of us could spare that, right? Marco V193. <laughs> could all of us spare a dollar? Well... I guess we'll find out during Discovery, won't we, John? <laughs> when I get to find out how much money you're making, we'll figure out if you can spare 100 Facebook stars. He's They're just got stars. <laughs> He's pulling them off of old reports yeah. and got old tests. Gold star. Green star. Green. star. It's got to be worth something. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. He's begging for a dollar. Yeah. Not just begging, but like shaming you for yeah, not giving yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can fucking afford it. Yeah. Cheap ass. That's the type of stuff you see like those e thought girls yeah. on Twitch doing. Yeah. Like, come on, guys, I'm sitting here in a bikini. You're not even donating. Like that type of stuff. But what does he have to offer? <laughs> much, much less. For sure. <laughs> I didn't even know about these stars things. Is this just like Reddit bucks or whatever? The same type of thing? Yeah, it's a Reddit newer gold. it's a newer thing. Um, I remember Opie doing it. They make you read that script where it's like, please donate Facebook stars, which would help me turn things into money or whatever the fuck that script is. So <laughs> stupid. But Opie reads it and John reads it. I'm sure I will be in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I can't bash it too hard. <laughs> uh, I'll be on Twitch. I'll be doing all of that shit. Um, yeah. So John has the sponsor, Bet Online. Now, oh boy. he says that this sponsor has been with him for years. Oh, I don't think they have because he doesn't have his own promo code and he never has up-to-date ad copy. And one of the things I know about advertisers is that they always get you up-to-date ad copy. They don't <laughs> want you reading a promo that doesn't make any sense at the time that you read it. Uh-huh. So John has to look for his up. This I, I'll talk about it afterwards. This is just so funny. <laughs> I'm about to... Bring in Cliff Schechter, but first, let me pay pay the bills, if you will, as they say in radio. So here we go. Uh, as they say in radio, let's yeah. see. He loves saying that. He goes, uh, as, as "We have to pay the bills," which is a saying. It's a saying in radio. Okay. You heard Howard say funny okay. saying. <laughs> it's pretty funny. A radio staple. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> so prepared for a show. I'm trying to get the most recent yeah. ad. Good idea. That I got from these guys. That's what you're supposed to do, yeah. Let me see. Uh, Look at how many things he's going past. Uh, this is the most recent. I'll just have to improv this because anyway, our partners at Bet On. He's gonna have to improv this. Yeah. All right. So keep that in mind. This is from this past Thursday. We're in July. Okay. So he's gonna have to improv this. Let's see how he does with that. Just because anyway, our partners at Bet Online. <laughs> AG continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including um, this year's NBA Finals. Uh. <laughs> Dad, you just said it's old copy of the improvise, and he just reads it. Yeah. He just reads it for including the NBA Finals. Totally forgot what he was doing. Holy shit. Uh, you can bet on if the challenger will get home safely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on Bet Online and put all my money on Golden State to yeah. win the NBA Finals. <laughs> I got a funny feeling things are going to go my way this time. What I don't know if the buffoon. Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting is still a thing, but that would be perfect for what not to what do. Not to on do. Yeah. You don't say the sponsor, then yawn, and then look like you're reading, and then just make up stuff. Uh, yada, 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 Bet Online, some other horse shit. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> well, I have to say that John is nothing if not professional. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're about to bring on Cliff Schechter, but in the meantime, uh, let's see. Let's get uh, this up. And uh, no, it's not there. Hold on. Before I get Cliff on. Oh, my God. He needs engine. <laughs> what time does he do the show? It's noon. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Really. It starts at noon, Garrett. He's just getting up. He's <laughs> so tired. Do you think that Super Bowl 42 shirt is from the year Super Bowl 42 happened? I'm so glad you brought that up. Because, okay. Garrett, check this out. I was like, that's a really old shirt. But one I, I haven't seen before. I'm wondering if, like, maybe he got it, and it's like a retro shirt or something. Uh-huh. Everybody, including you, Mike, watch closely on this clip. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. The great Cliff Schechter on the show today, along with uh, Sherry Jacobus. I want to thank my guests for <laughs> oh coming. Oh, my God. Uh, I had a great time with you guys today. And uh, <laughs> I want to thank Peek-a-boo. my sponsor, Bet Online. Holy shirt, Batman. Mine.ag. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my moderator today, Andrew. How long do you think it'll take him to now, realize this? It's celebrity story of the day. I might change the name for that, but here it is. Because uh, I do like talking entertainment. And uh, today I'm wearing my New York Giant shirt. <laughs> so when I talk it's about showing it a off. story about a New York Giant. Oh. So he's so I don't know how he's not seeing that because he's looking at himself on his screen and he's got this giant hole in his shirt. I don't care. That's how I scratch my belly. <laughs> I put it there on purpose. Yeah, it's a I like through hole. I feel how the other half lives. <laughs> Makes me move faster. So he goes, all right, I'm going to do these uh, stories about celebrities and I'm going to do a New York Giant to start off. And then he says, Gilbert Gottfried. Now Gilbert recently <laughs> passed away. So you think he'd say something nice. John tells three <laughs> stories about Gilbert Godfrey. The first one was how cheap he is. Oh, yes. The second one was how he got booed off the stage uh-huh. at a show in L.A. that John was on with him. 
And then the third one was how he would steal everything from the Tonight Show when he was a guest on there. This is great because I, I thought that he was going to notice, especially when he went, hey, I'm wearing this shirt. I thought right. he would notice there's a giant hole in it yep. and maybe like move the camera or something. That would be the time. That would be the time <laughs> to do it. But no, instead he does this. And I see that half of it has been used and half of it is still there. So I see it on there and then I go to get mine. <laughs> Said he lifts up and shows his pit stains. <laughs> I call that one pit stains McGee. What the fuck is next? <laughs> hey, sorry, but they're gonna shut my power off in my apartment, so my internet's gonna die and oh, really? everything. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, is Anthony not paying sorry you? What's going that. on? I thought he was doing a stuttering John thing. <laughs> I don't know. There was like this, this power thing happening. There's like no lights in my kitchen and living room and stuff. And the guy just came and said, we're shutting down the power in the basement. So oh, sure. at any second, I could be cut off. All right. Well, in that case, up. let's uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, Garrett. People should Sorry go about that. <laughs> no, no worries. This has been great. I hope you can come on again. People should go to Compound yeah, Media and sign up uh, for great programming, including Garrett's show. Anything else yeah. you want to promote? compoundmedia.com that's perfect all right thanks cool. guys sorry about that no worries buddy thanks for coming on all right later love your perspective always good to get an old uh, opie and anthony employee on the show oh yes to break it down for us all right i have one more clip from john i call this centering john's motto uh <laughs> robert Myers, man now i'm more depressed don't be depressed be angry uh <laughs> there you go john <laughs> Words to live by. Yeah, bo bottle those feelings way down. <laughs> Don't be depressed. Be angry. Well, where's that going to get you in life? Well, you end up with pit stains and a hole in your shirt on YouTube. <laughs> with some Jack Loon and Rochester goofing on you. And there's already something on the windscreen by now. Yeah, I know. He's already spit on the windscreen. Yeah. If you go back and watch old John, not that he was, you know, this Adonis when he was young. Yeah. But... The fall off from the the '90s to now, where his voice, his looks, his his cadence, the way he talks, his confidence, everything has taken such a sharp fall. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I would use the word depressing, but what I think I mean is hilarious. As I, as I think I you think mean the, angry. I think the yeah. right word. <laughs> Don't be depressed. Be hilarious. <laughs> Mike, what have we done today? We've done it all. We, we talked about If I Were You. We had AJ Benza trying to figure out technology. OP Radio's putting clickbait clips up on YouTube now. Stuttering John Melendez is wearing an old shirt because he's not laundry day <laughs> for him. So you know what that means. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The this is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast. We'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts, which is coming up. We're recording on Wednesday. It comes out on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I should call it the Thursday show. Sure. Not the Wednesday show, even though that's when I do it. But it comes out on Thursday. The Thursday show. You're right. We'll be with our friend Vinny Paulino. Hey. And yeah. Vinny and myself and producer Chris will be chatting about this. This is our 2022 Best of and Unheard Bit Special. Oh, so I far, knew. part one. In this episode, you will hear our favorite moments from this past year, plus some bits that didn't quite make the initial airing. Joining me tonight are Jeff Heisen. Oh, Jeff Heisen. All right. That'll be fun. <laughs> Tom Myers. Contain your excitement. 
Tom Myers will uh, be the subject coming up this week. So looking forward to that. I'm I'm enjoying these midweek shows where we just get to rehash some of the guys that we can't fit into regular weekly shows. It's too much. Yeah, right. It's just too much. Right. It is too much. Um, I saw Vic was here. I'm going to get her on. Hey. Hey, Vic. Hello. Hello. Vic, I wanted to bring you on before the review segment because I have a very special game to play that I believe you had something to do with inventing. That's right. It's the return. Welcome to Who Said It, the official podcast game on WATP, brought to you by the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Okay, Carl and co-host, Who Said It? Our first entry, Who Said It? By the way, after Han Solo gets freed of the Carbonite by Princess Leia, and then he's told by Chewbacca that Luke is a Jedi now, he goes, What? Who said it? (laughs) (laughs) This is impossible. Come on. I just love Dr. Steve so much. He's the best. (laughs) Oh, God. I'll go first. I like to go first. I don't want to be persuaded by anyone with their rationale. Uh, I am going to (laughs) say that that is a Patrick Michael. I'm going Patty Seacups. That's what I was going to say as well. I don't know a ton about Patrick Michael, but it's it doesn't seem like Opie or Stuttering John, so no. I feel like I have to go Patrick Michael. Well, there's also Tom Myers and Jerry Banfield. Yes. It's not. It's, it can't be Tom. I know Tom Myers too well. It's certainly not Tom Myers. Vic, what's going on over there? Uh, I have my husband in, in studio, yeah. and he's creaking around out there. That's a lot of creaking. Holy I shit. Know. Yeah, that's like Vinny creaking. I thought he was way skinnier <laughs> than he is. Wow. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Vic, calm down over there, please. <laughs> Vic, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Jerry Banfield. Me too. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we got two Banfields and two Seacouts, which means it'll probably be Stuttering John. Let's, <laughs> let's find out. One, two, three. By the way, after Han Solo gets freed of the Carbonite <laughs> by Princess Leia, yes, and then and then and then he, uh, he's told by Chewbacca that Luke is a Jedi now. Yes. He goes, "What?" <laughs> I want to hear the whole thing. I just want him. When reading. he's not trying to be funny, yeah, yeah. That's when he unintentionally funny John. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "What?" <laughs> he goes, "Huh?" <laughs> like Shilly uh. was talking about him doing crowd work. Yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, ma'am, are you married?" Huh? <laughs> I can't even hear it. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. John can surprise you once in a while. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, that's old John. That's like from two years ago when he was a little bit more coherent. Yeah, young spry John. <laughs> yeah. Our next entry. We call that fuckable John. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it? Before I go to bed at night, I must wash my whole body down with soap and water. Who said it? Who <laughs> hmm. <laughs> would say that? Uh, I'm going to say Opie. I'm, I'm going Opie with this right. one. I'm going Stutcho. Okay. Mike, uh, I, I think it's stuttering John because I think he's going to try and convince us he's clean. God, I, I got to change my answer. Opie would never say that. I don't even think Opie <laughs> bathes that much. No, you already locked it in, Carl. Fuck, Fuck you. Yeah, I, have it, I have it locked in. What are you, the host of the show now? Yeah. <laughs> the Cardiff is. What do you got, Vic? Uh, I'm going to go Patty Seacups because okay. he's disgusting. Yeah, I think he's pretty gross, too. All right. One, <laughs> two, three. 
Before I go to bed at night, I must wash oh, my whole body wow. down with soap and water. <laughs> Look at Vic. She's in his head. Yeah, but it sounded like he was reading a story. I don't think that was autobiographical. <laughs> oh. I'm going to count it as he meant it. You might be right about that. The cadence that. of that was That's him cheating. Reading. You're right. That's cheating. Who said it? This film came out in 1974. Our next entry. Who said it? And then, how do you tell the dildos apart if you kind of have similar dildos? <laughs> Who said it? <laughs> That's a Jerry Banfield. I'm going Banfield all day. It could be Tom Myers, but I'm going Banfield all day on that one. Oh, really? I think it's the Opster. Okay. Opster likes to be shocking from time to time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Producer Chris? This is tough, man. Tom Myers. All right. Yeah, I, I think that could be possible. What do you think, Vic? Didn't one of the last um, who said it's they had fat ash on yes, it? Or was good the point. fat lady? So oh. I'm going to go with her. Just oh, in case. Interesting. interesting. Ash might be in the mix. Good call. Mm-hmm. Vic is playing fucking 3D oh, chest. I gave it five. <laughs> <laughs> I see what I did there. Because of your boobs. <laughs> D, right, D. Yeah. That was really good. Thanks. <laughs> one, two, three. And then, how do you tell the dildos apart if you kind of have similar dildos? Oh, very well done. I know my guy. Mike's been listening to Opie and Anthony for a while. He knows. (laughs) He knows the deal. What's the score right now, producer Chris? Vic's got one. Blind Mike has one. Ooh, okay. I have how many? You didn't get any. Oh, I have zero? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking back at it like a nice other I know, I saw <laughs> You get nothing. Good day, Our sir. Next entry. Who said it? The carpet was completely drenched. Well, so much for sleep. Awake again. Who said it? The carpet was completely drenched. Mm-hmm. I keep saying Banfield. If I don't say it, then it will be him. I'm going Banfield. <laughs> I'm going Banfield. Okay. I don't know why I'm thinking it might be Tom Myers. Okay. I don't know why either. That sounds yeah. wrong, but I'm terrible at this. <laughs> I, don't say me. I think that's what's making me think it's right, is yep. it doesn't seem right. Yeah. Producer Chris? I'm going to go Ash. I think Vic is on to something. And okay. She does have to pee in that hat, so <laughs> like, that could be, you know, whatever. All right, Vic, what do you got? I'm going to go Jerry Banfield just because of the cadence. All right. <laughs> One, two, three. The carpet was completely drenched. Oh, oh yeah. Patty. That's so from another story again. Awake again. Yeah, you're right. That's cheating. Yeah. Hey, lazy word, Dr. Steve. Cardiff, you Cardiff. can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Cardiff. Dr. Electric. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no one got that one, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Our next entry. Who said it? It is rough around the holidays, especially for some people like me who are self-employed. Who said it? I, I gotta go. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was Patty Seacups at first, but he wouldn't say he's self-employed. Um, hold on. Give me a second. <clears throat> rough around the holidays for me at some point. Uh, I gotta go stuttering John. All right. I think it leans a little more Opie because yes, I yes. feel like Opie will kind of pretend he doesn't have money, whereas John pretends he does. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I interesting. put Opie down. Okay, two Opes. What do you got, Vic? 
Jerry Banfield. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> He's right, because I, I didn't pick him this time. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. It is rough around the holidays, especially uh, for some people like me. Myers. Tom Myers works at a Mexican restaurant that he doesn't own. What does he mean he's self-employed? <laughs> no, he was telling a joke, Carl. Did you not hear the way he was speaking? Yeah. <laughs> he had his announcer voice on. Yeah. It is rough around the holidays, especially for some people like me who are self-employed. Yeah, there's a lot of cheating going on with Cardiff. He's making this more difficult oh, than it needs to be. Up, Carl. You're just mad because you haven't Our next entry. It's correct. Wow, we got who six. said it? It's really annoying when artists come up to you and want to be signed to your label and they don't even have a full album. Who said it? Uh, what? <laughs> Who the fuck would say that? Stut joke. I feel like John's the only one that fits there, right? I think it's... I'm going to go Patrick Michael. Okay. I don't know why, and I know I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're going Stut Joe, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'll stick with Stuttering John. Okay. Producer Chris. Uh, Stud show. Vic. Opie. Okay. okay. Hmm. One, two, three. It's really annoying when artists come God up to you it. and want to be. Banfield! <laughs> Banfield! Signed to your label and they you don't Banfield. even have a full album. <laughs> That's all for this week. I got shut uh, out again. Uh, yeah, me brought too. Brought to you by the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Wow, that's the most round. famous podcast on the internet today. All right, well, guess what, Mike? You want a date with Vic? That's right. <laughs> you get to fly <laughs> to Virginia. <laughs> Go on a date with Vic. That's your prize. Congratulations. Get that pesky noisemaker out of there. Uh, <laughs> well, he said girls don't count, so if you just put a wig on, it's fine. All right, cool. I'm in. <laughs> Excellent. All right, well. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, Mike. People should definitely check out your projects, including the Blind Mike Project, as thank well you, as uh, Why Are You Laughing, which is a show that I thoroughly enjoy and always listen to. You have a oh, new one you. out with Vinnie Paulino talking about uh, epic roasts, or, or at least yeah. roasts, uh, that style of comedy. Yeah, just the history of roasts, I guess. And the reason I had Vinny on is because everyone's been going to town on your wife, so I want to cuck you through your co-hosts. <laughs> so, producer Chris, you're next, buddy. Yeah. What? By the way, <laughs> by the way you, can yeah, have, bl- you can have them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blindmike.net is the easiest place to find everything. You can get the Patreon and go to our YouTube because our numbers are pathetic. So subscribe to our YouTube, too. I was checking out a little bit of the latest episode on YouTube, so you can watch Vinny. He takes up the entire screen, but every now and again he moves, and you can see Mike for a second. He was great. Vinny's always great. Uh, Producer Chris, anything you want to promote? Uh, nope. Vic, I'll be going to town on your wife later. Nice. <laughs> Please send photos. Yeah, check of it out course. online. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Uh, how'd your la- latest um, open mic go? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. It was- it was all right. There was too better? many women, uh, and they didn't like my abortion jokes. So, oh, can you tell us one of them? No. Oh. Why not? It's too spicy. He's saving it for the hour special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to give it away. <laughs> uh, I'd order this on Amazon, but I already heard a bunch of the jokes on WATP. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back to posting them on my OnlyFans. You should. Yeah, that's fair. They made you a lot of money. One, one, yeah, one. I don't know where the money went, but I got it somewhere. <laughs> hmm. 
I think that's code. Yeah. <laughs> Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Do we have a live net news today, or what are we doing? No net news? I could do it. You want to try it? <clears throat> the Ice Dills played a show last night, and correspondent that broad came up and sang with us, and of course, uh, producer Chris is the bass player. So um, we, we were a little strapped for time for the show today, yeah. but we're getting by. We're, we're making it happen, yeah. I feel like. It seems like a real episode of the VTP. Episode. Jesus. Yeah. I got the music bed. <laughs> I know. I wish I did. <laughs> do, 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 I had do, it for do, the do. live show, but okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you this. This will be even better. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Internet news <laughs> from YouTube. Vito Von Hamburger writes, John turned the substitute teacher story slash confession into a flex, and it took him two months to figure out how to do that. Sko Iswald. All students should avoid these classes like the plague. Billy Vegas. <laughs> That's a funny thing. I know. <laughs> Billy Vegas. I did it to protect the kids. As self-absorbed and selfish as John is, I don't believe that for a second. He was embarrassed about it until he found an angle to spin it to make him look good. Also, the kids figured out who I was. No, they didn't. You told them. No one under 30 listens to Howard or has an XM subscription. Tiger Lily. Of course, a good friend is helping me out. At John's Hovel, a man who worked at The Tonight Show for a decade can't hire a contractor. Helping him out equals free. XU Vandal. I'm surprised John hasn't tried to get someone to Photoshop him over an image of a real comedian satisfying a sold-out audience <laughs> at a comedy show. Ciroc Jones. Love how a thousand percent spot-on Howard was all those years ago. Boyser Mass. Stuttering John's high score at that test is a huge accomplishment. It's like beating Shaquille O'Neal in basketball. No? <laughs> Who could do that? Uh, I don't know. Evans Gate. Very noble of John to sacrifice the children to the trolls by revealing this now. From Facebook, Tony wonders, Shuli said he's always went to camp. What's the obsession with Jews and going to camps anyway? <laughs> Richard Cranium confesses, I find Vic very sexy in a strange way I cannot describe. So then Kyle confesses, I find Carl very sexy in ways I can't describe. Ooh. Evan opines, Tony Michaels should be committed. Mark riffs, yeah, committed to a fucking sweet catchphrase. Drive in, <laughs> drive out, <laughs> drive through. Can I hit that real quick yes. before, before we move out? Let me yeah, just fire that real quick. Drive in, <laughs> drive out, drive through. Almost there. <laughs> and from Reddit, Gamron KY writes, are we pretending that subs teach? I remember high school. Sub days were always goof-off days where the teacher left us busy work and the sub basically babysat. Fix it 403. This episode sucked. Where are the jokes about things being bananas? <laughs> Papa Floheim. John's next <laughs> communication with a celebrity. Hey, Dice. Good to see you, man. Do you want paper or plastic? <laughs> Whiskey and witchcraft tags. He needed the money. <laughs> and Beth's hooves plays us out with, he's the emerald of teaching. Boom. Reviews, reviews, reviews. With Vic. Vic, before you read reviews, I have to play this voicemail because it has to do with that jingle that you just heard. Hey, guys. 
girls, too long voicemail guy with a real short voicemail. It's been annoying me for quite a while, but you need to re-record the review segment uh, just from the jingles department because that with Vic, that K just has reverb on it. It's just awful. It's terrible. I'm an audio engineer, and it bothers me every time. Please stop. Thank you. Bye. Uh, well, it's a C, but yeah, it bothers me as well, <laughs> sir, and, and always bothered me. I, I can't remember why I had to have it that way. I must have recorded it. The source recording must have had reverb on it, because I would have definitely not put that on if I had a choice. So I totally agree. It's annoying, and thank you for pointing that out. I don't, I don't necessarily agree. Like, it's a disgusting segment, so it has to have a disgusting little theme song. Oh, huh. that's a good point. Yeah. 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 It's, it's repulsive in every single way. Exactly. Except <laughs> yeah. for the tits. <laughs> Okay, I'll give that to you. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Vic's the only review girl now, right? God, where is the Casey other one die or something? Something like that. She's taking a dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too easy. All right, Vic, you have any new reviews for us? Um, well, first, Carl, uh, I don't know if you saw this news. Uh, John Melendez. Uh, posted at like 2.42. I did just see that in the Discord. His fucking cat died. Yeah. Magneto. And you've been oh. so mean to him. Mm-hmm. To who? The cat? No, to him. To John. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, just, he just went through a traumatic experience, Carl, and two hours later, making fun of him. I can't believe you. <laughs> you don't get a pass because your pet dies. That's how this works around here. Could you imagine if I came out and go, guys? I got like twenty clips of John, but his cat passed today, so we're just exactly. gonna let it sit for a few weeks. Magneto. Here. I actually no. have a story about John's cat. He was actually kind of a fucking asshole. Oh. <laughs> I get it now. Thank you. I was nervous for a second. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, oh god, I bombed. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, losing a cat sucks, and I do feel bad for for John. I hope that he drinks the sorrows away. Yeah. Sure You're will. a fucking loser. Don't back out now. I'm sure he will. <laughs> All right, Vic. Um, but I do have reviews for you today. You do? Yeah. Okay. This first one is uh, Mommy Issues the Podcast, and that's it. <laughs> I like it. Is that a five-star help? It's a one-star. Oh, come on. Mommy Issues. I haven't been accused of that before. Okay. Joke. <laughs> um, and then this next one is Aggressive Normie by Aggressive Normie. Um, he said, I love it. These guys are funny. Usually I want to strangle people who laugh at their own humor, but I like it when they do. <laughs> Clearly, they are special with the like an eyes up emoji that's, you know, annoyed. Like rolling their eyes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying they don't like people who laugh at their own jokes. Yeah. <laughs> There have been some famous people who do that, but all right. <laughs> Is that a one-star review? No, it's a five-star. Oh, okay, cool. I shouldn't have, uh, I shouldn't have said anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one is Racists by BMR. Um, he said the hosts are homophobic, racist, and make their girls dress up like farm animals because that's the only way they can get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, cure words. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! <laughs> Is that a five-star review, I hope? That is a five-star. Okay, good. Uh, And then this last one is Stunt Joe's Pet Cockroach. Um, He said, great show. Before this, I would listen to awful podcasts, but this show has made it easier to get through the week, and I found some pretty good shows off this. Uh, 
parentheses who's right thanks for the podcast carl p.s i had no idea who stuttering john was before this podcast so i find it funny he claims to be famous and patrick michael is the best podcaster you can't change my mind and uh fuck stuttering john (laughs) that is uh very nice and i appreciate all these reviews coming through because now we're doing two shows a week so I wouldn't be shocked if we came out here and are like, well, like, there's no new reviews, obviously. <laughs> you know, but now we've been getting new reviews, so that's great. Keep the reviews coming, everybody. We do appreciate that. And it helps uh, helps the algorithms pick up on the fact that people are listening and caring about mm-hmm. the show. And we continue. And as a uh, five star to one star ratio, you are thirty five up or thirty six up. Holy shit! I'm running away with it, Mike. Do you know how much in the hole we were? I, I was I was nearing was thousands, Rappaport. Wasn't it? I was nearing <laughs> Rappaport levels up in the hole for a while. We're there. gonna have to borrow stars from Opie and uh, Stuttering John. <laughs> it's, an, it's an amazing comeback story, really. It really is. I'm, I'm the fucking Rudy of podcasting. <laughs> you Maybe still just... have an average of three stars, Carl. Let's yeah, calm down. <laughs> hey, not showing off, not falling behind now. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you guys know Gary from San Diego. But he now, I listen. I listen to the voicemails now purely yeah. to get angry because it seems like everyone, even the voice people leaving voicemails, hate them. <laughs> yeah, good point. Hey, Carl Gary from San Diego. Well, old stuttering John admitted he was a substitute teacher, but I do have a question: Was he really a substitute teacher or a teacher's aide? There's a big difference. Uh, my neighbor Sandy was a substitute teacher. But she has an MBA, and they hired her. Uh, she retired, so they kind of hired her because she had an MBA. But if you don't have an MBA and you don't pass a special certification, you could just be an aide. There's a big difference in pay between an aide and a substitute teacher. I wonder if John's going to fess up what he really was. Also, will John now fess up that he was a an Uber driver? Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thank you for your call. Uh, that is an interesting point because a teach the photos that I've seen of John in the classroom mm-hmm. make it look more like a teacher's aide than a substitute. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> I mean, he's just I mean, staring at his phone at a desk. Well, he's just passing out the worksheets. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. He says he's a substitute teacher, and John never lies. You know, True. I want to remind everybody. I don't lie. I don't like to lie. <laughs> So I'm sure if he says he's a substitute. It pains me to have to lie. <laughs> yeah, after months of denying it, I'm sure that's on the up and up. All right. So someone approached him in a bar and said, we are desperate for teachers. Mm-hmm. At the outset of a pandemic. Yeah, back in 2020, he's like, he's like, all my gigs got canceled. Right. And schools are all closed. Schools are closed. Yeah, and now they're desperate for teachers. Yeah. Even though they get paid to sit at home and go on Zoom. Right. You have no experience or training. You're perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Can you look at a phone? (laughs) Can you stay conscious for four hours? (laughs) That's another thing, too. People are sending me all this information about this test that John took. That's the C-Best, yeah. Yeah. So it turns out it's not that it's a four-hour test. It's like that's the limit that you have. (laughs) You have to get it done within this time. Most people get it done much quicker than that. (laughs) Yeah, people are questioning if he could stay sober. (laughs) And what his supplies were. Yeah. <laughs> Pencils. His supplies of water bottle filled with cores. Yeah. <laughs> I hydrate. Uh, <laughs> this is all speculation. Yeah, no one's yeah. saying <laughs> they know anything. See, Beth. No, you can sue me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Carl? 
I'm calling on behalf of uh, Bad Dragon, and uh, we got word that we one of our number one butt plug customers uh, listens to your show, a guy named Paco. I was trying to get in contact with you to see how to do some targeted advertisements to him to get more butt plugs. All right, give me a ring back. All right, Paco, if you could continue to purchase those butt plugs, it sounds like Bad Dragon folks are hurting. Get this off our desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rex Sexton uh, called in. What's up, Carl? This is Rex Sexton. Oh, I, I should point out, I don't know if we played the clip today, but I used it as a teaser last week. You brought the clip, Mike. I don't think we got to it, where yeah. one of the guys talked about dropping his phone in the toilet. Which was a 40-minute story. Yeah, yeah, it went on forever. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> Oh, there was pee in the toilet. Okay. <laughs> I once thought only women could drop their phones in the toilet, whether it be falling from their tiny-ass pockets or just their general ineptitude in holding things or in all things. But I, too, once deposited my phone in the commode. I was drunk, of course, and fiddling around on Bumble with my left hand and trying to wrangle my cock with the dominant hand and swayed against the wall awkwardly and... Down it goes into the bowl. I'll tell you what, in half a second, I was elbow deep in my own neon-colored piss trying to fish that thing out. No second guessing. It's like when you see a huge spider running across your floor. Kill it now and don't look at it, or else you'll end up trying to trap it in a shot glass and waiting until it suffocates in six weeks. Anyway, I ran that thing under the faucet, rubbed some Lysol wipes all over it, and then took a shower the next morning to get the rest off my arm. Everything still works perfectly. The so, next morning. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> he put his hand down the toilet, pulled out his phone, and took a shower the next morning. Wow, it was bedtime. Oh. <laughs> I'll get to this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, good spider analogy, though. So, Rex Sexington, or Sexton, whoever that was who just called, you will never be a co host <laughs> on this show <laughs> talking, <laughs> telling stories about jumping your phone in the toilet. All right. Oh, Paco likes those uh, guys calling in with the Paco impressions, by the way. Of course oh, boy, he does. Good. Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. This is Paco, dog. Uh, dude, I was just listening to the guy that did the impression of me, and it's spot on. Halfway through, I was like, did I say that? I don't remember saying that. <laughs> but I remember you said it was an impression of me, dog. <laughs> I just need to clear something up. I'm not gay. Okay, I've never been gay. My I'm boy's be gay. gay, but not I don't me. gay. Oh, I don't right, like the gay. <laughs> oh, man, shout out to that fool. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that dude that did that impression. Feel me? All right, later. Paco likes attention. You missed it, but he said his boyfriend's gay. But Sorry. He's, no, it's okay. I just wanted to let Paco get his joke out there. I do gay. <laughs> I like to gay. Uh, so you guys know that we make fun of Tony Michaels because he watches like a workshop and then he does a podcast. How he's an expert on whatever the quiz funnels or whatever he just learned that day. Yeah, very informative. Yeah, it's very. You learn a lot from <laughs> yeah. that show. You have a microphone and uh, <laughs> that's per- a and content. You want to have yeah, a topic that was to talk about? Yeah. Technology. Should we hey, use Carl, it? Tucker Dixon here. Um, so I just read a book. Well, not a book. An article about neurosurgery. So I want to invite everyone, especially Dr. Steve, to join my new podcast where I'm going to teach you all how to do neurosurgery. (laughs) So please tune into that. I'm pretty much an expert. It was kind of a long article. So there you go, guys. Tune in to uh, Tucker Dixon does does neurosurgery. Anyways, Tucker, out. Sounds like a good podcast. I'll have to check that out. I'm interested. If anyone has any issues with their brain... Let me know. 
<laughs> I'm soon going to be a neurosurgeon. <laughs> I'm glad you found Tony Michaels because he is uh, uh, just a wealth of horrible content, it seems. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks in every single way. The food reviews bother me so much because he's not reviewing the food. He's or just eating. like, oh, yes, I'm having lunch today. It, it almost seems like he thinks the most interesting part is ordering at the drive-thru. Like, well, here we go. I'm going to look at the menu. I'm going to order stuff. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy if I got something that they serve? Yeah, whoa. I'm going to ask for this, but I'm going to ask for a plane. Okay. And if if the theory that he's not eating at all is correct, mm-hmm. that is the saddest thing I've ever heard, that yeah. you would put this together, sit in the parking lot, and then, all right, we got to do the conclusion. Could you imagine so, someone runs up to his phone? There's no food. This guy's a phony. <laughs> 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 He's just pretending he had half a 20 piece chicken McNugs. <laughs> I want to oh, see I've the been exposed to the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there should be a guy at the drive-thru filming him as he's filming himself. Uh, <laughs> That's what I want to see behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah the guy behind his car. Yes, this is Detective Mark Worth with the San Francisco Police Department. Oh, boy. I'm investigating a recent shooting involving a guy that saw a guy that saw a guy that saw a guy that fucked a guy or something such with a bicycle. Uh, playing a podcast. Who are these podcasts? Uh, if you have any information about a suspect, bad impression guy, uh, please uh, call me back. <laughs> I can't get this bit to end. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to bury it. It won't die. Well, stop saying that you're trying to bury it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this bit is not like Sonny John's cat. This bit will not die. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Yes. <laughs> Um, this next guy called in with a Gary from San Diego and impression. That wasn't great. But then he called back with us. Hey, yo, what up? This is Paco. Meredith sounds like one of those white bitches that clutches up purses around guys like me. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you, Carl. Call me back. <laughs> a little too aggressive for Paco. Paco's yeah. a little more laid back. Yeah, he's laid that. back. Yeah. I don't like the way these callers speak to you, Carl. I don't think it's right. <laughs> It's like they don't respect me or something, Mike. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get care it. for it. All right, you got you know who uh, Chip Chipperson is, Mike? Of course, one he, of my favorites. He called into the show. Hey, Carl, it's the Chipper. Heard you had Shirley out the other day. Who are you gonna have next, brother Bootley or something? Fuck yeah! Hey, uh, what about that <laughs> guy Gary from San Diego? Ooh, what is he married to Carmen San Diego or something? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, call me back, cocksucker. Double guns. Bootley actually got it. Call me a home run. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good job, Chippa. Uh, What else? Oh, Gary from San Diego called it again. This guy calls it a lot. Ted from Van Nuys here. Oh, no, I'm sorry. uh, I'm reading my notes incorrectly. Uh, Thank God. Oh, okay. No, this is a person who has Gary from San Diego. I'll figure it out. Oh, okay. Ted from Van Nuys here. A lot of talk going on about Gary from San Diego as to who he is. My belief is that Gary is made up of two people, Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows and a local PV presenter by the name of Huel Hauser. Anyone who's a Southern California resident knows who Huel was. Amazing. Huel had this incredible childlike wonder over the most mundane shit in existence. Now, Huel has been dead for many years, and Gary is alive, but that's something the fellows at WATP will just have to figure out. 
don't call me back. All right, we're on it. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes, I'm a big fan of Fuels Hauser. Uh, this is another uh, impression of Gary from San Diego. Hey, Carl, it's Gary from San Diego, and I can't go within 100 feet of a school zone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Gary's a star now. Yeah, I know. It Isn't that crazy? I know. It's amazing. <laughs> Most of the voice shows I get are either him or people talking about him. Damn. <laughs> you know, and then it's sprinkle in Meredith's a con. So that, you know, yeah. that's pretty much <laughs> everything I hear. <laughs> I've the last couple months I've listened to every voicemail segment and yeah. I don't I still do not understand any of it. I don't know who Paco is. I don't know who Gary is. Any of these. I don't know what San Francisco means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a made up place. It's not that confusing, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last last voicemail here. Guess what? The severing John Legal threats blue balls is over. That's right. We've been talking about this legal threat from John for years now. Yeah. And finally, some paperwork came in the mail. I know. Very exciting. But I think that the statement that I read today will probably put an end to that. Yeah. No I doubt. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should have had some graphics do. on the uh, YouTube to yeah. make it real. Shit, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Vote for Trump. <laughs> Vote for Trump, yeah. <laughs> just, just scrolling the entire episode. <laughs> ah, remind me next week. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you love Sorry John, vote for Trump 2024. <laughs> he would do so much for his career. I mean, he won't live that long, but he would do so much for his career if Trump got back into office. Oh, yeah. Have viewers again. All right, Mike, you've hung out way too long. I d- definitely appreciate that. Thank you for the commitment to the show. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for having me. Yes, Thanks, for sure. We'll uh, we'll be in communication. And uh, Vic, always great to see you. Mm-hmm. Of course, always great to see you in a cow outfit. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that, did we? No. <laughs> Who do you think wore it better? For sure you. You had yeah. all the fat rolls to make it realistic. <laughs> yeah, I did look a more cow-like, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you <look> fucking disgusting. <laughs> wow, when Vic calls you disgusting. <laughs> the show has reached a new low. I don't think I have that one. Yeah, I think I do. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Good to see you guys. And, uh, oh, that's right. I always forget how I end these shows. <laughs> Whoops. Jesus, I got to go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs> All right, we're off YouTube. You can take off your top now, Vic. Uh, Don't worry, Mike, Mike can't see. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. 